forever. Dog. The happy hosts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are assembling for an extremely cordial podcast. A podcast that contains a weird video screen face, the cool sounding phrase, celebrity scientists, and extreme attic intimacy. Join us as we continue to crawl through this ride at a snail's pace. I'll see you all a little later, in the year 2025, when we get to the end of the graveyard. It's Haunted Mansion Part 4 on Hauntcast The Fright. Whoever knows what to do, do it. One, two, three. Pickwick. It's oh. only me. After all, after this studious <laughs> run of episodes, I'm the only one who went back to find out what we're supposed to do. You know what? That is true. Just starting. We've been doing these cold opens of I yelling crammed. that we did it last time. I, I crammed like I was on a test, but you're right. I did not. I have in previous years gone back and listened. To, I did not do it. You're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the end. I listened to all the other intros because I wrote a potential intro and I didn't want to try to copy oh, it. Oh, God. We've been um, shamed. So, and I. I am the one who brought up Pickwick in a recent segment. That came up this year, yes. There was an animatronic uh, contest, I think, for the dormant animatronics. Yes. Who were just sitting around during the long pandemic. Now I feel like shit. We have started things on an ugly note. Pickwick in the morning after that party, you know? (laughs) Man. Wow. Okay. Well, but, aren't, but now I'm I suddenly I'm feeling uh, like a real I, I don't know like I've uh, I, I feel like my relationship to these episodes has been at odds before. Yes. But I, now I'm feeling like an A plus student. I did the homework. That's true. Uh, I've been stressed about the episode all day just because there's so much information to learn and just because these episodes are probably the most tense of all the episodes we ever do. <laughs> the most book report. I've been feeling, but I mean, no, like just... But that's what I'm saying. There's n- there is no... Again. Of course you have an actual book. Yeah. The, uh, this is what... This is my point every year. We're, who is making it be that way? Well, not me. No, I'm as chill you. as Pickwick here. Well, we I, can... Rel- it's a regular episode where we can have all the fun that we'd usually have on our show, which is called Hauntcast the Fright. We right, haven't right, said right. the name with this cold open mm-hmm. uh, construct um oh and but and also here see this is the kind of fun we can have we've kind of we kind of haven't made good on the halloween names we sort of bailed on yes. it and i thought we should bring we did it a little bit but why not let's make it haunted mansion specific mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why i'm your ghost host scott grim grin and gardner and then i'm joined by mike cadaverous pallerson <laughs> and then of course also jason shrouded in a daft disguise in <laughs> Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. So there, we did that. Um, and and that's what I'm saying. Would, it's fun. You know we can have some fun. Here's what I'd say. And then if the audience is what we're talking about, so we've, we've sort of stepped through the Haunted Mansion, and it's sort of a, a point of contention because Scott's initial idea was to do Haunted Mansion every year. I believe the way you envisioned it was 
Eh, we'll goof around every year about the Haunted Mansion. Maybe as if it's the first time, we'll obviously not try to repeat things. But uh, what do you know? We'll just do a new episode every week. Cover different aspects right. of it because there's a lot there. There's, I don't deny there's a lot there. That's why I of thought course. of doing it. And then what happened was we started stepping through the Haunted Mansion as if we were doing sort of, yeah, like a book report. And then sort of the game, if if you were, uh, if you will, is is sort of like pulling us off course on the Haunted Mansion while Scott says like, uh, is that it? Is are we done? Are we done talking about the chair? <laughs> like that's sort of become the game of it. Well, I don't think I sound that point. snippy, but, uh, well, that's, but maybe that's how you hear it. That's how I would say it. If I was, <laughs> if I was playing a character, um, <laughs> following a lot of when, what I usually encounter with that is a lot of no, 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 no. No, right. stop it now. You have to go right. So that's if you were no. playing our character, you would be doing that. You would say, "No, no, no. We have to talk about the the material of the chair in the hallway." Maybe um, I'm wrong. Maybe that's not as loud as you guys get. There was just was one time that it happened. I was like, sure "Dear God!" Well, if it was over Zoom last year, I don't know. The fall of 2020 is such a fog. That's uh, true. But it becomes. Yeah. See, this is what happens. This is what's happening in the country right now. When two sides just end up on different, like completely separate, they're polarized. You know. Mm-hmm. And I believe it actually makes it stronger. It makes the polarization stronger. So your interest in getting us off course and 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 into a sort of a more fun freewheeling thing gets stronger. Our mm-hmm. desire, and especially Jason's, I still think I'm sort of the theme park moderate here, but Jason especially, <laughs> he gets stronger to want to make sure to, to just, you know. To read the full Jason exactly. Searle book to us each That's year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so important. You have to read us the book. It gets or what else stronger. are we doing? It gets stronger. The two sides get stronger you know, as we go along. So I think here's what I think. I was mm. thinking about this earlier. Today. Yeah, yeah. I think because this year we've sort of set a limit. Mm-hmm. I actually think this will give us some more room, some more freedom. Oh, this is how I fit. By the way, now we've started on this note, but I've been thinking all day. This is a this. I have not been dreading the Haunted Mansion this year. Right. Last year, big time dread. There was, as you said, Jason, there's a dread about a lot of things, but uh, but I think... stronger than the Haunted Mansion episode. No, no, in October 2020, the biggest thing that I was worried about mm-hmm. was the, doing the yes. Haunted Mansion episode. I think what, it starts to feel sort of uh, like my parents taking me to church. That's sort of the tone that mm-hmm. I feel like I encounter where it's right. like we're going to sit. It's going to be nice. They're going to do the homily, and it was it wasn't that a nice homily. It was very good. Okay, yes. we're going to learn about the foyer. We're going to learn about the history of porches. We're going to learn about railings. Isn't that nice? It's been very nice. I I see what you're saying. I do think, and I just had a, a mutual friend who I won't say who. Uh, people love these episodes. I do think, sadly, the yeah. format of you being tortured is popular. I think, no, I recognize that it's part of it. Yeah. So it is unfortunately now become part of it. Now, maybe again, I don't need to force it. We don't need to do the same thing every year. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be contentious. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I think this putting a limit sort of on today's episode, I think, I think it's will. great. Even now, of now, and you say that because there is a little, there's kind of a plan because there's sort of like a, right. a stop point where we think, well, we're, we know we're not going to get to that right. this year. And uh, I, I think that that's, I, I don't know, I think that that's going to help things. Right. Um, we'll see, but yes. But, and, and, yeah. and now I do recognize, 
And I'll, you know, if you're going to do it, just do, I'll just call it out now. I understand that we're probably gonna have to do the thing where there were like, there's like a new ribbon that got installed this well, year. There so the there's a, there's an air filtration system that's new in the mansion. Well, that's not true. Those are the, that's gotta be the same. That's still yeah, pumping no. asbestos right into our lungs. That's never, that's never changed. That's they, the Legionnaire disease. That's what, that's how that's. They touched, yeah. uh, they banged on the tin. They fixed a, a, a leak in the roof of like a backstage area that well, wouldn't even be where you you're go. You're walking us right into the new loading area of Disneyland. So I think we're well, that's why I'm, that's what I'm saying. Let's yeah. get it out of the way. I, what I'm saying, well, I, I, I think I'm not expressing enough positivity here. I appreciate mm-hmm. that when I asked you guys, when what are, all right. And I was n- nervous about doing that. I yes, think yes. I played it cool. But when we <laughs> talked about it, I was like, all right, now we've agreed that we're going to do the ballroom and we're going to do the attic. And that you said, yes. So I was like, oh, you're kidding. You mean it's not, the intention is not to only do the ballroom. Now I'm already delaying things by saying anything, but but I just, I want to say to both of you, I appreciate that you said yes. And that even as we talk about whatever Mm -hmm. we have to talk about now, Mm -hmm. that the intention was there to keep things moving forward. Right. Progress. You see, there's a lot going on in both of these rooms. And I was more surprised, I think, that there is more ambiguity in the attic than the ballroom. Mm-hmm. The ballroom has, like, a lot of a lot going on. Maybe yeah. one of the most substantial, if not the most substantial, audio-animatronic pace scene in any ride. Yes. There's almost, mm-hmm. like, eight little, seven or eight little different scenelets happening. Different There's stories a lot, yes. happening. And animatronics all doing extremely different things it's yeah. not because when you said that i was like oh wait okay what else is there has more animatronics well there's like uh, now there's the stormtrooper room but they're all essentially doing the same thing the presidents of america and all the presidents are all essentially doing the same thing but here you've got dancing you've got duelers you've got pickwick up on the uh, up mm-hmm. on the chandelier there's so, like so many types of actions yes. going on so here let me i'm gonna nego- let me quick negotiation here yeah yeah you know and well i don't know it seemed like jason wanted to talk about the ballroom so we could just start talking about well, the ballroom uh, we could, no but i, I want to hear... just make sure that jason's on the same page okay yeah. again well, again sure the polarization... yeah pretend you're president biden and i I'm Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin. Hey, that's topical. How that puts us at twenty. <laughs> that locks right? us in. Your cinnamon. Uh, you're cinnamon, both cinnamon. Yeah, I I'm it. stacking my money from every like your corporate scene? baron that's giving me donations. You're yeah. both of them. Basically, I'm both of them. Okay. Yeah. Who's I love that you're willing to be. You're them. I'm the Two rest of millions. Congress that's trying to do something. It's trying to get us out of this mess. Okay. So and I'm wearing cat eye glasses and I got a funky <laughs> sweater on and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> so when I say, can we move? past the ballroom you you'll do a big eh, a big yeah. thumbs down yeah ice by the way we do these things where we like let's date stamp things the year that they are happening i hope to fucking god we don't remember who the fuck Kristen cinema is a year <laughs> from now boy would i be thrilled if that name wasn't rattling uh, around our social media unless you mute it which i should we'll see uh, uh is it it's kirsten right I don't want it. That's not a thing we need to know. I don't care. She doesn't deserve to be. I just want to be accurate so we know which person we're talking about in a year. (laughs) And now for sure now I can't be shamed again next year. So I have to bring her up. Yeah. And we have to, we have to, of course, check in now. That's now part of the haunted mansion is checking out checking <laughs> what's going cinema. on. With, <laughs> Senator uh, okay, doing. Here, let me, okay, let me throw this out. This yeah, negotiation okay, real quick. Okay. Okay. So in the past, 
we have done it on the rails. Jason, will you submit, will you allow us to bounce back and forth from the attic and the ballroom as, as with, you know, uh, discussion and jokes and humor and a little bit maybe taking pokes at each other like we generally do in a fun way on the podcast, The Ride? Don't Would you, you think that's going to take longer than I, just knocking out the ballroom and then saying, knocking out the attic? I don't know. I'm just saying for Scott, I think it'll be a more pleasurable episode if we sort of bounce around in a way normally that we do. But there's not, there's not the seeking of permission to move from room. Right. But, but again, we'll, I feel better on this issue okay. already. So I'm not so concerned as okay. in previous years where maybe the intent was to get through three or four. Okay. I think we're going to do it. All right. Okay. Well, if Scott, if you're, if that's not a big problem, it's, then yeah, I can, uh, let's not I withdraw the negotiation. What he wants. I withdraw my negotiation. My, uh, my I was just an attempting to uh, make peace early, but okay, let's just proceed. If we all feel comfortable, is there any other rule we would like to lay down now? Look, I'm just always trying to avoid being uh, having no stop yelled at me, okay. which I, which I th- which I think has happened in the past with you as well, Mike. So if you'll I as the mediator, sure. Resol- if everyone will try to not yell no stop, is there a different command that I could politely say? <laughs> like just I a felt. second. Oh, one second. One second. One please. moment, please. please How please. about one moment, please? One moment, please. That sounds fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, a, there's a better. <laughs> One moment, please. I'll say uh, yes. We're in a stately manner. Let's be stately, polite here. Stately Wayne manner is where I think of that phrase from the '60s Batman show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, uh, one moment, please, is what we'll be using. We'll be saying. Okay, did love it. Uh, that's good. Okay, so I, I, as far as that, I, I have no other thoughts on the actual uh, follow this is through. Great. I think episode. we're. I think we're off to a great start. I think this is this okay. is very civil. It would be and, funny um, if this was like Doughboys doing this. And be, Fucking idiot. <laughs> What the fuck? We're going to go up with a chair. <laughs> um, did you have anything on the the new editions of the lo- or did oh, you want to talk I'm about the May my December so hard. Portrait? So 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 they added um yeah, they added the May December portrait in the loading area and they had they added uh they just basically dressed the area up. It's not some crazy elaborate um um overhaul or anything, but I do think it makes everything look a little nicer in that load area. Um, I, I didn't really notice it. I got to be honest. Really, not not so much. The dressing um, screens. There are dressing screens and extra candelabra. What does a dressing screen like, mean? Um, like it's, a folding screen. You would see like in um like to if somebody's somebody's getting dressed behind like it. Like if Austin yeah. Powers was getting dressed and like he had a cucumber and it like a, a silhouette, big big penis. potential it's, for hijinks. It's not quite like that because I think you can kind of see through it. The way that they have them laid out, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but it is kind of like that size and kind of like laid out like that. Um, excuse me, right uh, by the loading area, mm-hmm. and then they have this portrait that Jason just referred to um, that changes. So it's like kind of little stuff. It's not like that big Tony Baxter overhaul where he talked about how they were going to maybe use the uh, scene from the Haunted Mansion movie and load it into the Disneyland Haunted Mansion, but. All I really still, have to still say. Still hoping for that one, obviously. I am still hoping oh, for that we're one. we're still hoping, you know, maybe DeVito can pull some strings. Dan Recently DeVito. announced for the cast for the new movie. In oh, the that's new breaking movie. today, I think, yeah, as we record this. Uh, that's fun. Um, so, honestly, I don't have a ton of thoughts on the new stuff. I just think it's a nice little addition to the loading area, which still is a little spare, a little bit. Uh, it could be it could be a little more lively. But they're do- they, they obviously recognize that, you know, it needs a little something. So, what, Jason, what do you think? Uh, I liked it. There's a little cat statue whose eyes glow. I don't know if that was new or I just hadn't noticed it before. Oh, that's a good I question. I know what you're talking about. I caught one or two in the uh, 
in the video walkthroughs. A lot of the Haunted Mansion heads are going to be, or I have to be mad at some of these episodes when we go, was that there the whole time? Because that always happens to me on rides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, go, eh? some of the stuff in the, and now, uh, one moment, please, if I can transition us into the ballroom discussion. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you're quick. just doing it? You're just, wait, you used one, is, one moment, please, to move forward? Branch. Oh, this boy. is an olive branch. This is an olive branch being I take it. I accept. Out. I shake the branch with you. Okay. I, all right. Okay. Because great. I wow. honestly so can't polite. think of anything new besides the loading area i'm sure i'm missing something yes, great. okay uh, great right. we gotta, we i feel like start. everybody would have pushed it would have hit the throttle harder if we hadn't all talked about that and done this well, little treaty at the that's beginning that's good we got everything that's you see that's what so many of the, again in this country you know <laughs> that's <laughs> really sit the down song. and talk about it and yeah go over rules and make proposals and that's what that's what ted sarandos is saying mm-hmm. let's just like all get together and and let's not let content get in the Don't way like of that. our general understanding <laughs> that's what <laughs> god that's what he's saying uh and then that's what i don't know i was gonna uh i was gonna make try to figure out a bezos joke where he just popped champagne in the middle of william shatner tearfully talking about going to space <laughs> did, that, did saw that, that happen yeah yeah shatner was like really moved to tears that he went in because he came down from the spaceship with jeff bezos and bezos was uh, very bored by shatner crying and telling him how wonderful that trip had been and <laughs> and a person just like was like hey champagne and bezos was like yeah yeah like and cut him off right in the middle of it drink up billy boy really cold really cold look uh, dude i've done this like four times or something i think i don't even know anymore uh-huh. that was uh yeah and shatner looks real upset <laughs> real <laughs> real mad to be cut off anyway um <laughs> So, so well, Jason, great. Jason, yes. Well, the ballroom scene. I, I, I mean, my pitch is just moving from sequentially through this scene. Well, yeah. From okay. We'll, we'll right see where it takes left. us. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see where it takes us. But that's the intent mm-hmm. uh, to start uh, because I think that first, you know, the very first like gag, the the fireplace. If you're not watching closely when you transition from the seance room, and then there's kind of a black you know, transition hallway, and then you rotate around to the ballroom, you might not notice that there was a fireplace at all. And there's a little guy on it. There's a little ghost on it. You're saying it's so quick in the ballroom scene... You, kind of you off in the corner, too. Right, because he's, like, yeah. hanging on the bus. Like, the bus, there's a bus next to him, right? That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, he's hanging on a bus, which is one of, between these two rooms, one of a few uh, callbacks to earlier scenes in the mansion. I believe the bust is the same bust... Uh, from the end of the portrait gallery okay of the like stern looking woman right um and this is one of the characters because there's many characters here that aren't like na- officially walt disney company named and this mm. is one of those characters that's nameless yeah that is nameless that what i saw was that pickwick and leota are the two main ones named and then later on uh retcon the bride is named constance Yes, and there's other characters that are, yeah, retcon named later. Victor Geist, who is the organist in the ballroom, which again, uh, one moment, please, excuse me, i just getting ahead of myself, but Victor Geist is the organist. It's on the other side of the room. Let's be careful here. I'm being very careful. Victor very Geist. polite, is, too. Testing the waters. He was I named appreciate later. it, though. He was named later as well. Um, so, yeah, so. Victor Geist? Victor Geist. I did yes. not come across the name Victor Geist. Uh, I, now awareness. you're making me second guess, but I'm pretty sure it's Victor Geist. I'm that pretty seems sure. Weird. I so the characters in the Haunted Mansion are Madame Leota, Pickwick, and Victor Geist. <laughs> Just a very like well character actor from 1968. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yes, Victor Geist is the name of the organist, and he is. Uh, and I know that because I have a Funko Pop of him. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, and he Victor is, but he has Geist. had a different name. Okay, I'm, uh, well, excuse me, uh, just getting a little ahead of myself, but he had a different name as well. Uh, alternate version: Wolfgang Elias Furlong. Uh, so he also related to Eddie, Eddie's grandfather. (laughs) Uh, but I, but yeah, so, so I'm actually impressed that Disney hasn't tried to name like what you're talking about. These like little, little known ghosts. Cause there are some really memorable ghosts in the ballroom. Like what you're saying. Like if you look and see the guy on top of the fireplace, I was like, Hey, cause I was trying to do my best today to identify all the ghosts. I wrote as many as I could see down and I was like, Oh, fireplace ghosts. Real fun. I'm surprised he's not named uh p jordan wanderfoot or something like that sounds like a yeah. native american character so i won't no don't name him it's got an e at the end so now, Thank so it's, you. now it's british okay good yeah. yeah it is it, it is like in the peripheral vision mm-hmm. of like you as the rider seeing it and even just in like the sweeping like panorama of this sequence yeah you know, I really think some. I've heard some people criticize like Frozen because Frozen, the ride in Epcot, feels very spare and there's not a ton going on. But for instance, like Secret Life of Pets, which I think we all really liked that ride. There's yeah. so much going on in the periphery, mm-hmm. which is really what you want. You want like really like cool things that are very easily uh, overlooked on a ride that's like too a good much too many arc. characters is great if yes you can do it too many characters something like what jason's pointing out is good on a ride something you can easily miss a big character or a fun thing that you basically just like huh oh okay that's a good ride <laughs> you know that that's yeah. a hallmark of a good ride yeah well you'll you'll never catch everything yes yeah absolutely um, so well that's this room too i mean what that are is we, this it's room like i i am excited to be talking about the ballroom in general because uh, boy, oh boy. I, I do need to cut it i forgot to, looking one moment please you know what can we change also can you also say oh may i cut in may like, i is cut it in an old time dance like a dance like a ballroom yeah, dance, yeah, like yeah, a dance. So if i could cut in please okay great instead of interrupting that's what we'll do yes and to go back you'll say one moment please uh uh, this I always just called it the ballroom scene, but the official name in the Sorel book labels this room the Grand <laughs> Hall, and on Doom Buggies labels this the oh, yeah, Grand, I saw Grand Hall. I saw Grand Hall as well. Which yeah, is not I looked up Grand Hall, and in old manor house, houses and castles, these rooms refer to as Great Halls, not Grand Halls. Well, well, well. <laughs> but they were used for uh, multiple purposes: dining. Uh, well, that's that makes in sense. the household yeah. uh, entertaining guests. Uh, one, uh, Encyclopedia Britannica uh, casually dropped in, often where justice was served. Um, oh God, oh, Jesus Christ! So, uh, yeah, and the um, so guests dining. Uh, the one thing I thought was interesting that I hadn't seen a lot of places, but I think does work for this ride. But the balcony, you are essentially on a balcony and great halls often had what were called minstrels, uh, galleries. Uh, and that's Hey Nani Nani minstrels, not America sings minstrels. 
you know. Mm. Uh, so we are hey, hey, nani, nani, hey nani, nani, meaning what era and place? Meaning like li- literal uh, minstrel, the tiny guitar, like mm-hmm. medieval time. You know, mm-hmm. like jester, jester, jester clothing. Yeah. I'm just, I didn't. Get, I'm no Aaron Sorkin. I didn't understand the. I don't understand some of these uh, Renaissance uh, play like kinds of old timey. You know, uh, uh, like mead and a little yeah. guitar and uh, mead. You know, yeah. And so, like often, <laughs> the, the little guitars are always full of mead. <laughs> what you, am I saying? When you were done with the song, you'd tip them over, what? And glug from it. You know what I'm talking about. What am I talking about? Because I, I can't. Know, but I think you're conflating Renaissance Fair. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. I said the word Renaissance. Who knows? Mm. It all just flattens. Flattening of history. My it's old from favorite a Disney, topic. It's there's a guy with a little guitar and he's got meat in the guitar and it's from a Disney cartoon, right? Is it like Robin, Robin Hood? Hood? Am I that's what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> so the idea is you're in your little car and you're uh, elevated. So that's you're what into, that's what I the connection that I made. Yeah. Although ironically, we are being entertained by the guests. The guests are not. Maybe they're being entertained by us. Hmm. They don't seem like they give a shit about us in that room. They don't. No, they're not being bothersome. They're not. Yeah. Like once you get in the attic, stuff's happening. But like they don't care. The people in the ballroom are reacting to us. Although, you know what? Uh, um, One moment, please. Um, I'd like to go back real quick. Mm -hmm. And I don't have it verbatim. But what's interesting is the ghost host narration before you go in. It's like says like the spirits are your sympathetic vibrations. Oh, yeah. Like they're receiving them. Yeah. So it almost like says like. They feel you coming. They're like into your vibe. <laughs> they kind of like like what you're putting out there. And they're willing to show up now and make themselves visible. That's sort of the read I get from it. Am I wrong? Well, these are the first like human uh, shaped ghosts. There's other there's like up until this point, it's the knocking on the doors and uh, eerie eyes on the wallpaper yes. and a guy trying to get out of a. Uh, out of a coffin, but there's not, we don't see a bunch of ghosts right. per se, full on transparent, translucent. Right. So, but so they're really like, you know, you have like, you guys have a really good energy. We're really feeling good about you. So like, we will allow you to watch us frolic. We will allow you all the stuff we do nightly. We'll give you a little peek if you want. Cause it's a long way for the ghosts to say they're cool. <laughs> Let them in. Yeah. They're cool. So the ghost house really should be like, they're cool. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, sure. no, 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 no. Well, sure. you can have an eternal duel in front of these people. <laughs> Don't worry. They're cool. They won't freak. He he says he also says they'll be assembling for a swinging week. They'll be expecting me. I'll see you all a little later. So he has to make an appearance. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> sorry, I had to cut out for a second. somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry to bail. <laughs> sorry to bail. <laughs> You're going to be on your own for a bit. Don't worry. Hang on. good, right? You're cool. Do you need anything? <laughs> it would Which, be nice. Is there, I don't know if there's um, a protocol for jumping way ahead for referencing something in many um, rooms from now. Um, like, um, mm. If you'll excuse the, um, what's jumping? Like, if you'll excuse the... Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that like it, it's like being very forward if you'll excuse my forwardness okay that's good yeah I yeah like that. well if you'll excuse my forwardness <laughs> one thing that i like is that then way you really do lose the ghost host for a while and then it's your it's many scenes without him until that well mm-hmm. you almost forgot about him and then i, re- I really like the tone of that 
um, yeah, you know, he, that, that conveys it's, it's been a while. But he's still happy to see me. Like, but the connection I made with him towards the beginning of the ride hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. kind of trying to soft scare you in that point. Um, it's a little scary, but it's yeah. soft. It's soft scare. Oh. Um, um, so yeah, yeah. He he gets out of there. He gets out of there for two of the best scenes in the ride. Mm-hmm. So I think they were like, well, these things can stand on their own. We don't need. You know, it's kind of like ultimately Rise of the Resistance and Lieutenant Beck, mm-hmm. who we love so much mm-hmm. and is, is mainly just in audio for quite a while. Right. Uh, and then we lose track of him. And then at the end, he comes back and you're so happy to see him again. You don't really see the ghost host per se, although that's in question, I guess. What mm-hmm. is the ghost host or not? But it's, a, I guess, a similar format. Like they, they're they willing to say, like, we're going to narrate you through this part. But if you're here for a couple scenes, you could just enjoy it for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it is a similar thing. Uh, those might be, by the be... way, are those my two favorite um, theme park character? I mean, I, I guess yeah, I'd have to put Rex at the top, but like um, the in terms host. of narration, I mean, I think I have similar fondness for Ghost Host and Lieutenant Beck. Oh, interesting. It that's just makes fair. me happy to say the names, to think of them as a pair, to think of them hanging out. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, like, would you put um, old prospector from Big Thunder, even though he doesn't have as much to do, nearly as much to do. I wouldn't for that reason. I don't think I get a good picture of him, although I like that voiceover very much. So he need okay. So for in this category, you'd have to have, you know, a, a decent lengthy amount where you're featured. There's some either some shaping the story or a very genuine. You're you're a guide through it with a with an arc and uh-huh. uh, uh surprising appearances and reappearances hondo and naka does he fit in the same category because he's uh, featured fairly heavily i like him a lot but what i don't like is that then the taste that i go out on the taste that is left in my mouth is him saying Co- like well, and you did badly here and here uh-huh. and here and after my cut and, uh, right uh, you did quite t- now enter a hallway that is uh, with flickering lights because of what you did <laughs> and, and that's also maybe he's faked you out thinking there's another fun adventure when he goes something is out there yeah, and you go, the strangest oh, wow. moments in any ride <laughs> ever. Is that the oddest moment in ride history? You think like a fourth act is starting and then there yeah, is like not an, one. An alien's going to, oh, something's out there. Yeah. It's an employee <laughs> and they're ushering you away. And then I guess, so it's not, at the, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put him in the top three. I think my number three would be Gary Sinise in <laughs> Mission Space. Of uh-huh. course. <laughs> guides. I think I'm talking about guides. Maybe okay. is it right? Is that a different category? Yeah, is Rex a, a guide? I don't know. Um, he, yeah, he's a guide, even though he is like flying a plane, but he's also sort of your guide as well. He's, mm. he's doing both. Okay. Well, he's like the top three. Rex is like a skipper on the jungle cruise, but it's a yeah. spaceship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good guides. So he's a great guide. Ghost host leaves. Mm-hmm. I will say this is a criticism. I've, I've talked about this before. The sexy, and we've talked, I forget the gentleman's name, the sexy ghost host, who is the, the Spanish oh, speaking. Brazos. Yes. Yeah. And his ghost. That's what we shouted last year. Yeah. Yeah. And all right now, I'm sorry, the information's out of the my brain. The information is very, very out good. of my brain. Uh, listen to last year's episode. He's great. Um, I almost wish he was a little bit more involved too, because I kind of miss yeah. the sexy ghost, sexy Spanish ghost host as well. Yeah. Um, on the ride. Um, and the I, 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 well, I don't have to say anything if I'm staying where we are essentially, but I did, you know, 
this was alluded to in the Muppets Haunted Mansion episode, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew it would be a pause here, but I think it is a good place to say in terms of voices in the attraction. I do really like the safety warning when the ride has to stop, which you hear almost every time you go. You get stuck somewhere briefly, I'd say, in almost every ride, or at least every other time you go on the Haunted Mansion. Is that a correct assessment? Probably uh, the yes. Yeah, and probably the most specific, like, narrow Haunted Mansion reference in that Muppets Haunted Mansion movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was a good old nerdy little, like, and, and a nod to the theme parkiness of it and yeah. not just the narrative. Um, of, you know uh, what I, I realized? I don't think we really touched on on that. Mm-hmm. Was the cameo in that special from Kim Irvine. We did not mention we, that. Yeah. Because it, I think I was writing something down when she first came on screen. Mm-hmm. And I heard Piggy go like, come on, Kim, or thanks, Kim. And I was like, what is this? What is this scene? <laughs> what is this Kim character? And Shane was like, it's Kim Irvine. What are you talking about? Like, And I was like. Oh, I yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> I like right, that being said. I like that that is a, a thing said, uh, sort of annoyed. Jason, it's Kim Irvine. Well, but even yeah, I mean she <laughs> oh, she me. has her waning tolerance sometimes for like I don't I don't want to hear about theme parks anymore. Uh, for a little for today for today. Oh, I got to uh, see for, that declared at your birthday, which did delight me. Yeah, she uh, heard her declaration. We that, are yeah. no longer talking about theme parks tonight. Mm-hmm. I, you can imagine I was I'm if you can imagine for that sometimes I, sure. yeah and sometimes I had too I, I think I had been talking about Disney Genie uh, too much we just <laughs> launched today um, but I, I I'm glad it was nice of them to you know get Kim Irvine in there of course her connection to Madame Leota and everything with her mother it and her long-time Imagineer, yeah. and um, she's always she's she's in she was in charge of like the snow or one of the people in charge of the Snow White overhaul at Disneyland mm. and the castle when they were like repainting the castle and stuff. And anytime she does an article, she's like so like she really cares about the history of Disneyland. Yes, and she also seems like she's terrified of all the fans being mad at a change. <laughs> That's true. But my thing with her cameo is, I thought it was nice, but I was like, well, they didn't really give her anything to do like you wanted more you wanted a do. full more of a full thing because sometimes they do that like cute thing where it's like a little nod and it's just like it's a brief mention hmm. I, you I know what I, I i am sometimes underwhelmed by cameos like that and i'd be like give them a little more to do even just like an it's a living kind of gag so you want <laughs> she needs to say <laughs> it's, a it's a living she has to say a joke that would have landed really well a, yeah she has to do the joke from the Flintstones <laughs> in the Haunted Mansion, in the Something. Muppets. We're already two properties deep, but now we're putting the, and now it's the Flintstones Muppets Haunted Mansion. Sure. <laughs> Jason's walked me into trying to like have to disagree with him now about what I just agreed. <laughs> I'm like, yes, they should do more. <laughs> it's I a, mean, so she should look in at the, the screen. Park, okay. Like, of it. Uh, she should, she should, or could she like, you know what she should, okay, here we go. Let's brainstorm on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. She should be, like changing something around in the room. A, this is a real inside baseball. She should be trying to think of a new way to like sort of showcase a scene or a room in the mansion. And then she turns to the camera and she says, please don't be mad at me. <laughs> and she's talking to all the Disney fans in that moment. Or Miss Piggy says, oh, oh, oh watch it for Diz Twitter. <laughs> Uh, there are certain Twitter accounts that are going to be very upset. <laughs> are you, does this too, was this change too woke? Kim, <laughs> is this too woke, Kim? <laughs> Kim's just like, 
close-up of her, like, stressed out. That's kind of what's insane about people being mad at Kim Irvine. This was even pre-those kinds of, to the, like, wokeness changes. If, oh, yeah. If she, boy, if she thought discourse was crazy in 2005, like... Yeah, sure. Boy, buckle up for everything. You'll be begging coming, for people Kim. yelling at you from changing it. From Helvetica to Helvetica Bold. <laughs> <laughs> if you were, if you thought people screamed at you when you put li- other different kinds of little dolls in the ride full of little dolls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you, what? The internet has only got more insane. Kim, <laughs> we're all mad now. <laughs> one really is like, I like to go to Disneyland and I like to see Mickey Mouse and I like to go on the ride with the little dolls. Oh well, you know what? They put. Mickey Mouse on the ride with the little dolls and he looks like a little doll. No! Get the fuck out of here! I want to find out who thought of that and I want to harass them for doing it for months! (laughs) Well, I am packing my bags and getting my copy of Catcher in the Rye and going right to that ride. Oh, the little doll. We did touch on the little doll controversy. I think forever Ages ago. I am yeah. sure we did. But um, if, yeah, if you don't know, we're talking about more insane. Small World, what, 15 years ago, uh, just added tiny little doll versions of the Disney characters. And a certain section of the audience was furious because uh, they don't belong Why? there, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think they were maybe thinking it would be like full size Mickey Mouse just on Small World. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They added. I don't think Cute. I care about that either. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, subtle. you know what? That would be awesome. Yeah, if I Mickey know. Mouse was just hanging out and like a giant Mickey. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on one of the little carousels with him. Is Great. there a ride where they could add a giant Mickey and you'd be upset? Not me, no. Well, maybe this, maybe Haunted Mansion. I don't that think that might I'd be take upset. me out of it a little. Hmm. Where were we? Where'd you put him? In the Haunted Mansion? Maybe up on a chandelier. Maybe I'm just thinking it because we're in that like? room. But huh. You, you know, in the spirit of compromise, I'll say it's one of the very old, kind of creepy-looking original Mickey Mouse dolls. Oh, with the nightmare mice? Well, with all the shapes are all weird. With the holes Everything's in his face? like like holes or like like well, the dolls they used to sell where he's a little more oval shaped and kind of like like it's an oval but it's pointed. Kind of hmm. big black eyes of death. Yeah, and it was like the Great Depression, so it was like ah, this is as good as we're getting, you know. He was like malnourished, Mickey. Yeah, kind of like beat up Mickey. That I think mm-hmm. okay, that would be creepy. Then we're getting into the haunted doll territory, and I like that. Yeah, now. I'm with you there. A scary Mickey. Mouse mouse doll somewhere in the haunted man i'm not saying they should actively go do this but if it happened if you went on the haunted mansion sometime and there was a mickey there how mad would you be i would love it yeah uh what if mickey's hand is reaching up through the dirt in a grave and it's <laughs> a glove, a glove yeah, yeah yeah comes up through the dirt it's kind of beaten up like he's been down there for decades yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah the glove is a ri- like really ripped and it's a little bloody so, like, you knew something bad happened? Maybe. No, you know what? Not decades. It's fresh. He just got buried alive. Whoa. <laughs> something oh. just happened. That's like art in a magazine. That's like art in the Atlantic or the Economist of, like, oh, is the Disney company floundering? And it's like Mickey coming out of the <laughs> Oh, they would have done that if the corporate raiders had bought up the company mm-hmm. in the 80s. Are you saying yeah. it's more like a dismal land pitch, perhaps? <laughs> or just, like, there was a Kim Masters article in the Hollywood Reporter recently where it's like, all right, the Iger lieutenants and the JPEG lieutenants are all <laughs> off the record talking shit about the other ones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that article. Yeah. I read that whole thing. Do you read that, Scott? No. Oh, 
You got to read the article. <laughs> okay. Uh, you'll, you'll thrill at the dozen people who gave, you know, uh, rumors and gossip on background. <laughs> if you like hearing or reading phrases like Bob Chapek's lieutenants, <laughs> Bob Chapek installs his loyal lieutenants, then you're going to love this article. You like the phrase uh, data driven? Well, this is your this is your Friday <laughs> night, man. Chapek getting is he taking on like Scientology tactics? Is that where this is? Uh, maybe, yeah. He's making people dress in nautical uniforms. Mm-hmm. My lieutenants, you see. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. It's all boat. It's all boat based now at the Walt Disney Company. Uh, that's why they're moving every, all the Imagineers to a lake. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's going to be a big boat. Lake Nona. Jason's least favorite place on planet Earth, Lake Nona. It's going to be a big boat. (laughs) You apologize. I apologize. And I told you, like, we discussed it off air, and I came to the conclusion, like, oh, Lake Nona is a neighborhood, not just the name of this weird prefab development. You Uh, thought it was, like, an office park. Well, I mean, what they're building is, like, a mixed-use living work Mm. office park. But the the area, Lake Nona, that's a town that people, that probably listeners of the show live in. I have no with Lake Nona now that I have there learned the full. Uh, I, uh, well, yeah. okay. Is there, well, how can I politely, is there a polite way to apologize, Jason, for that little jab I just took at him? Um, at me? Yeah. Just, oh. uh, I just needled you there. Uh, uh, apologies for the needling, sir. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, all, all is forgiven. Thank you. I appreciate that. Water under the lake. All right. <laughs> next to uh, under the, the lake. <laughs> next to the uh, tarmac. Uh, understood. Uh, okay. okay. Where were we? Where were we? Where, where there's we? the fireplace. I mean, do we, t- do we, let's talk well, about Pickwick probably. We well, yeah, about- let's move. Sure. Up. We can. We can move up, yeah. <laughs> we'll go into the up, and then we'll uh, maybe later come back. And we'll talk about John Henry. Pepper There's too many plans for me. Okay, okay. just okay. Pickwick. Okay. Pickwick's fine. Pickwick to north, the All right. north side. Pickwick and the there. There's sheet ghosts up there next to him too. Yeah, there's multiple the, beings up on the chandeliers. I don't know why they don't have names. They don't have names. Somebody described them as like an ancient Roman soldier. Is that correct? Yeah, they're um, kind of. This is like a promotional images from when it first opened and they look a little he looks a little roman he looks kind of like a generic soldier they're of course painted blue you forget i forget at least that a lot of these animatronics are painted the sort of ghostly fluorescent colors yes and then lights specific Mm -hmm. lights are shined on them to give right ghostly but they're up there next to pickwick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and pickwick is i feel like pickwick just because of his placement doesn't get the play that other jovial, fun characters in theme park lore get. Obviously, the hardcores know Pickwick, but I think it's easy to miss Pickwick. Yeah. Because of his placement. And you can't, he's also blue and he's being projected off. So you don't get a clear vision of him. He's not as close as the hatbox goes. So Pickwick, you don't necessarily know, oh, that's a fun loving guy that I should have a lot of affection for. Unless you're maybe even just looking on the internet and you know the the mansion lore. I think it took looking into this more. I can't say that I specifically knew about Pickwick yeah. previously. Um, the I like when you look him up and the basic synopsis you get is that he is a plump Dickensian ghost. Yes. What a delightful description of a character. Yes. Yeah. I saw that as well. I delighted in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his real, his full name? Erasmus Cromwell Pickwick. It is. That's what it said. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Erasmus, I think is how you pronounce it. And uh, Pickwick, 
uh, it's debated is Pickwick a nod to the Pickwick Papers, the first Dickens novel. There's People also mentioned that Pickwick Gardens here in Burbank, mm-hmm. a combination banquet halls, bowling alley, ice rink in between Walt Disney Studios and Walt Disney Imagineering in Glendale may also have been an inspiration. Pickwick, yeah, they called it Pickwick Center. I, I saw Back it called Pickwick Center. Mm. Um, mm. But the Pickwick Bowl, I think over here just sold. Am I correct? Oh, no, really? Town, I think so. For townhouses, it seems like yeah. it will no, not be preserved. No, no, yeah. no, everything, ah, everything <laughs> like, has to be. <laughs> I like how you heard sold and that you didn't immediately assume townhouses, which is what everything gets turned into. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Also, you I know what Burbank cool. is already filled with, listener, uh, townhouses. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not like, oh, we're building uh they're, a you know, cooler they're, bowling alley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're building, what's it called? The place in downtown Disney. Uh, <laughs> Splitsville. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's townhouses and that cool old bowling alley with, like, it's. Yeah. there's a ton of stuff in there and people have parties there. And Well, it's where I was trying to plan a nice, fun baby shower back in March mm, of 2020. Mm. <laughs> that was my personal, Ugh. the thing that had to go away when everything went away. And then there was the, so there's the email to everybody like, all right, we're just going to push this two weeks. And then two weeks passed and I didn't feel the need to send another email. <laughs> I think everyone understood the code by then. So, uh, I, now I'm very sad that Pickwick, uh, this is a a character who's the epitome of fun, I assume from, uh, the very little information about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, now he makes me think of a a baby shower that couldn't happen and boring townhouses that are getting built. So yeah, you will see when you, every time you go through the mansion and you see him on the chandelier, you'll think of COVID. I think I might, yeah. Cancels, the early canceled. day, the beginnings of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Well, that's not fair to poor P- Esmuth's pick. What is his name? Esmuth's Cromwell, Cromwell Pickwick. It's an update they should do. There's people, there's ghosts of all eras in the mansion, and maybe they should throw in a couple of COVID ghosts in there, too. Mm, okay. <laughs> Modern-looking people who died in well, the Kim, 2020s. Look, Kim. They've got a phone with them. <laughs> Kim is in charge of some of this stuff, so maybe we just, yeah, talk to her. Just as a nod to what we've all been through. I think people would appreciate it, some COVID ghosts. Yeah, I think we've talked about before, yeah, where these ghosts are from and exactly. They don't really tell you exactly. Like, it's it's too in the past, you know? That's why you can enjoy ghosts. Mm -hmm. You only enjoy past ghosts. There's like a hundred year, like a hundred-ish years where you go, oh, now it's a ghost and that's fun and you don't get depressed. There's not like a, I'm trying to think how to like pin a ghost to an era. There's not a ghost with like Gordon Gecko slicked back hair and a big cell phone. <laughs> There's not a ghost where you know right, the era that they... David Ludes did him in. <laughs> now you're actually talking, now you're making a better case for more recent ghosts. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Just throw in like five, like a ghost from each decade. Uh, decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. So one of them, died, somebody who was on the playing with all the rock stars the, the uh, day the music uh, died uh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah the day the music yeah, yeah. talking to big, big bopper guys? yeah they have all of like richie valens big bopper and uh yeah, might as well be them i was thinking like to not pin and make it like one of their publicists or something am i although is mm-hmm. that even such a thing did other people die i don't know uh i forget um, i think didn't i say that that would be a good ride at a hard rock park Oh, yeah. Well, wait, did you say the 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 plane ride or did you say someone trying to get to the levee? 
to find the levy was dry from the song the day the music died. <laughs> no, no, I think that was your pitch was to oh, okay. just the Don McLean's wait, you American mean, Pie. Wait, you're saying Amer- yeah, American Pie. American Pie. That's American Pie, American the ride. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> American Pie, the ride. You get to actually see the, the going to the levy, but the levy was dry. The levy was dry, and then you flip on, like, all right, well, time to drive home. Let me flip on the radio. Oh, no. Um, you get the news. Yeah. And then the ride, and then it just kind of ends on a solemn note. Uh huh. It's a long ride, though. Yeah, it's a long ride. There's some God stuff in there too. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh got have you found faith in the God above? Something above. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good idea too. When we get Binkowski on here, mm-hmm. we have so much to pitch There's him. So much rock yeah. and roll stuff. And then he'll pitch to us that we finance the new Hard Rock Park and we'll all be so starstruck <laughs> that we're with the founder of Hard Rock Park. We'll say, yes, anything, Mr. Binkowski, sir. And then we're now we're like th- all the money we have in the tank. One month of Patreon, sir. Here it is. <laughs> is that enough? Okay. It's at least to build it out of boxes or something. Yeah. Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Um, anyway, he's look, Pickwick's fun. Um, this is a general thing about the room, I think, to acknowledge about the Grand Hall. I really love this particular uh part of the movement of like, I don't know what the, the correct music terminology, but like this little section of the Grim Grin and Ghosts suite that now we've we've heard the song. Uh, you know, like creepy and meandery in Oregon, and now we're hearing it as this creepy waltz, which has such like discordant, like as that verse goes on, some of those notes are like crazy atonal, right? It's a little, it's like yeah, sounding a little yeah. experimental. That's some like that's some kooky music for sure. It's yeah, atonal, and then sometimes we're like the the original melody. You know, the note go it goes like a step down or a full step down. Uh, it goes up. You know, they they do different. There's different sort of notes oh, plugged in a little bit, which is very unsettling as you describe yes. that. That's part of the feel of like just being like tossed around at the, in this creepy carnival atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Um, so yeah, I, I, I had that thought as well listening to this. Buddy Baker did the music, but not the like the the lyrics of the song were Exitensia, but the right. instrumental and I think the arrangements was Buddy Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just great music through, and maybe this is my favorite iteration. Although of course the ending. Um, yeah, sorry to be hard. so forward, but the the, the, okay. the the like true part with lyrics is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think if it's if any part. I don't know. It's hard to beat the first time you hear it, the slow version. Uh, if, if I may uh, go back backward, mm-hmm. uh, when it, when you come into the mansion, when you first hear it, I think yeah. maybe that's the number one version of, or the, yeah, the number one way I like to hear the song. Number two, probably full grim grinning ghosts like jig, but the waltz is the waltz is up there. Third, maybe third. 
If it's I had to rank the ways I hear Grim Grinning Ghosts. sections of Grim Grinning Ghosts. Yeah. I ended up on Wikipedia for the song, and there's a... Buddy Baker asked a film organist named Gaylord Carter to... Uh, he done he did the other organ tracks as well, uh-huh. uh, like so the that first one that you're describing the organ was played by this guy and then he he basically described what you're saying this sort of like a tone all over the place you don't know where it's going just like improvise over mm-hmm. this uh, uh, this carnival this waltz uh, not beat whatever this music right. bed that I made and he did one and it was too like. Uh, simple or like not cracked out enough. Like mm-hmm. he, I, he had to go to a different organist who was less a perfect by the rules organist and say, just go crazy oh, on this. It should be so unsettling and avant-garde. Um, that's pretty mm. cool. I never, I don't, I've not thought about this music being composed. Yeah, that's um, a good point. And like sort of the, the wild swings they had to take. Somebody was more of a tradition. They should have gone to like, and I'm trying to think who today they would have gone to like, Trey Anastasio from Fish or something, <laughs> you know, somebody really a noodler, a real noodler, mm-hmm. like that type of musician. Have they ever played? Are they the kind of band that would play Grim Grinning Ghosts? Have bands <sighs> played? Grim oh yeah, like popular hundred percent. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Buck, we know Buckethead. We've brought Buckethead up on the show before. Mm-hmm. Buckethead, a solo musician who wears a KFC bucket on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has played, I think, the House of Blues at Downtown Disney and done Grim Grinning Ghosts and a couple other things. He was also briefly in Guns N' Roses when Axel had the rest of the band kicked out. Um, but yeah, he's it played like it for Fish, sure. It looks like Fish has played Groom Grinning Ghosts. Yeah, that makes sense somewhere. to me. Yeah. The, the Bare Naked Ladies that. have covered Groom Grinning Ghosts as well. Ah. There's a Bare Naked Ladies cover that's pretty, like that's the kind of the end version mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very bouncy. Ska bouncy. bands for sure must have, especially those Orange County ones we talked about with Jordan Morris. have to sure, imagine, sure. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So there's yeah probably so many covers of it. Um, but yeah, I like the, obviously the Haunt Cast the Fright theme and stuff is all based mm-hmm. on this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Our own buddy Jim. Baker, Mike Carls. <laughs> Our <laughs> own yes. buddy the Baker. buddy Baker of Haunt <laughs> Cast the Rock. Buddy Baker. <laughs> I think that's good, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, obviously musically it's good. I'm just, you know, per, I don't know, past that. Yeah, maybe was he nice? I just want to make sure if he's <laughs> no, nice. No, that's what you're saying. Well, I don't. That's I'm not on the Wikipedia. I'm concerned if I'm being. Yeah, they really. That should be yeah, one does of the Buddy things. Buddy Baker have a controversy section. That should just Wikipedia. be on Wikipedia when it lists like age and where they're from and like. It should just say like nice, and then it'll say yes Are or they no. Nice? <laughs> like I just would like it would be good to know. Well, he was the musical uh, director on Bob Hope's radio show. So if you get along well with Bob Hope, you got to be a gr- very nice guy. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> he probably was. Okay, so, so great. great. Oh, he, you know, he did the music for, you know, that scary when Disney started putting out VHSs and there's that like laser Mickey. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a neon outline that is so frightening. Although I'm just one of those people who is scared of every VHS logo that I ever existed. I know what you're talking. But he did the music for that. Okay. Anything like that. Those those just frightening company logos <laughs> always, which would often would have some just weird sound. Like, and I and I'm, I was I just didn't know I was three years old and I didn't know what they were. Like, why? Did, how come I watch a movie and then there's all these things? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. It's just like the te- yeah. What if we, do, if we Google that? I want to see to know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I'm 
assure you, you that googling laser mickey gives you a lot of etsy results for engraved and etched <laughs> items all right well we'll do that off air we'll figure that out later. Um, uh, if i um, may cut in if we could take course. No, a, no, no, step, keep moving, yeah. a step back not uh chronologically but a step at the bigger picture yes and talk about this room as the world's largest pepper's ghost installation mm, yeah yes yeah. john henry pepper invented uh uh was a professor, a well, scientist? Uh, yes. Uh, may I cut in immediately? Because uh, John, he, of course, is... Do we talk about this before? Where he kind of like stole the uh, idea. He's taken sole credit. You well, read this, he's I'm taken sure. credit. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like five other people who are also doing ghost theatrical sure. effects around this time. Uh-huh. Um, but like it was Pepper and then what guy's name is Henry Dirks. Dirks, yeah. Uh, okay. Henry Dirks was kind of the guy who kind of came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. And then from what I was reading, John Henry Pepper was more of like a entertainment scientist, someone who yes. cared more about theatricality and thought that was a better way to teach people. Um, you know, like a Bill Nye of his day or mm-hmm. a Beekman of his day, if you will. <laughs> so Mr. Pepper was a, like, he, he liked to, you know, he was a science guy, I guess we could call him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's more of a science an, guy. And uh, I think that at a certain point they had both, they had both like were uh, uh, involved with, you know, I think they both, uh, whatever you would do, patent or whatever this idea. But then at a certain point it kind of became solely credited to Pepper. Mm-hmm. And then Henry was pissed. Ah, he was mad. He felt like he got shut, like shut out of the credit. And I guess to this day, he's right. Yeah. If he had a lot to do with it. it's named after the after guy, then. Yeah. But the guy who maybe didn't come up with the fundamental idea of it. Yeah. No. And uh, to add insult to injury, he didn't get payments for like the patent because so many other people have been like, hey, I've been doing a traveling sh- Phantasmagoria <laughs> show for 10 years with a ghost, man. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone went, no, no, I'm not using your technology. I'm using their technology. Yeah, so there was uh, a lot of traveling ghost shows. This this era, this is so confusing to me, or just hard to picture, that, like, it, like optical pre-digital pre-like mm. largely not pre-electricity but pre like lots of electricity you uh, know magical what I'm saying. lantern shows and yeah. mysticism is the rise of mysticism falls right around this this time period because everyone was curious about the afterlife and like modern medicine still a little down the road so everyone's just like oh you can stub your toe Oh, you're fucked. Goodbye. It was nice <laughs> knowing you. Gangrene is coming for your ingrown toe ass. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I was looking up, like, can I find some pepper stuff I didn't know? And he was, like, he he did start to, I think people were going, all right, th- th- we've seen Pepper's ghost. Yes, we know about it. Right. You need some other tricks up your sleeve. Uh, or not tricks, but, you know, serious science demonstrations mm-hmm. up your sleeve. I somewhere saw that he, one of the things that he did in his show, this I don't think was the closer, but along the way he would, he would uh, turn a dog into a string of sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how, I don't, (laughs) I'd like to see it. Jason's hero. You have my interest, now they have my attention. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you do mentally to us uh, if if you're bored by what we're saying. Well, if I'm just getting real hungry, I don't have a chance to eat beforehand. (laughs) 
Um, but that so th- that's weird. But then he he had a big stint of uh, convincing, trying to convince people that he could do uh, rainmaking. Like mm. he was touring Australia a lot. A lot of his act was done in Australia, and he did a big rainmaking demonstration in a town that was suffering an immense drought. And so people did genuinely turn their hopes to the man who invented this ghost effect. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can uh, make rain come to our town that's so sorely needed, uh, and he'll do it using this big science kite. <laughs> it was like it was referred to in a real book I was looking at as a scientific kite. Mm-hmm. But the scientific kite was too heavy, and it didn't even get off the ground, much less create rain from the sky. <laughs> Um, so this was a bit, and people just booed him immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, this was, uh, and I think this was part of like a, maybe a bigger collapse for Mr. Pepper because he also, there was another guy touring as you were alluding, there's, they had competitors, these kinds of optical magic guys. Yeah. And there was another guy named professor Anderson, the great wizard of the North. <laughs> and he started, uh, attracting audience away from professor pepper in Brisbane. Mm. Uh, the Brisbaneers are more interested in seeing the great wizard of the North because his tricks included beheading ladies, <laughs> great, uh-huh. uh, turning boys into pumps. What? I don't know what that means. Like a water pump? I guess. Okay. But what? Like dogs and sausage, I understand. That's like a thing in a cartoon. They, do but they a have boy and a pump? Are those like shoes? Um, <laughs> maybe. I don't think they were calling shoes pumps Probably not, in those days. Then, possibly. No. Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you. And now I will change a boy into shoes. <laughs> Marcus is now a Manolo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also, like, what's Pepper supposed to do? Because Professor Anderson would give people gifts for coming to the show, like yeah. suites of furniture, horses, <laughs> coffee sets, and gold watches. I now question whoever wrote what I just read. Why wouldn't horse be the end? Oh, yeah. you, you're saying like, all, you all you have to do is come to this magic show and you will get a horse. You own a horse now to say nothing of the gold watch or like the couch. Man. I don't know how you're getting the couch back that's, on horseback. That's as desperate as Six Flags giving away that crazy meal plan where you get three square meals a day if you buy an annual pass. <laughs> Did you see that viral tweet about the somebody running into a woman who went to Six Flags every day oh, having yeah, gotten did, that yeah. pass and ate all her yes. meals at the Six yes. Flags? It's not a bad idea if you live right there and you're on a budget. It's yeah. crazy, but if it's you not. work at the Sunkissed Building, like you're set. Like pop over, swing by for breakfast. It's assuming that Sunkissed, the Sunkissed headquarters that are next to Magic Mountain. That's assuming that there aren't immense Sunkissed perks, or where they might be so loaded up on juice. Oh yeah, there's and so they're set as it is. Well, there's not a lot of other options outside of that office park. I mean, maybe they mm-hmm. have a cafeteria, but there's the Wendy's and the Six Flags, and you kind of got to go a little farther. Mm. I think, though, nothing like the only way that would be, I think, better. That's like it would have to be closer than my kitchen. Like if the amusement park is closer. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know what would make the, or I would have to not have a kitchen maybe. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it's still like, I'm trying to think like if universal had, we live very, very close to universal right now, but it's still like, is it worth like, say they had the same deal. You Mm -hmm. can get three meals at universal every day. (laughs) 
Jason. Okay, let's ask Jason this. Well, I have to say, when I was uh, living at the Oakwoods in college, the apartment buildings right down the street from Universal, and I had a Universal badge because I was an intern at a production company on the back lot, I would go over Tuesday nights, almost every Tuesday night, for Dollar Fish Taco Night at City Walk at Rubio's when there was a Rubio's Fish Tacos up there. Mm, you were right there, okay. though, but and that was only yeah, once yeah. a week. Say your annual Are pass. you paying for... It was the parking No, no, you, you didn't have to pay. Badge. You had a badge. You okay, okay. All right. Well, that's pretty Frank good. That's a good time. deal. Yeah. All right. Let me quickly, quickly do, uh, do this. Yeah. Uh, okay. You live where you live now, which is very close to Universal. Sure. Very close. Will I give the address or street? I wish you wouldn't. Okay. I won't. <laughs> uh, it, but it's very close. You say you have an annual pass, two fifty a year, let's say. Mm-hmm. Parking included. Mm-hmm. So you can get pretty close up there. You get... Let's say 300 and oh, every day, every day a year, you could go up there and have three meals. There's three hours between meals. You can't get them immediately back to back and like take them back. How often do you think you would utilize this pass with a free meal? Be like really just uh, like think about it. How do you think two to three times a week? Okay, for one meal, or would you hang out up there? I think Sundays I would hang out between meals and work on my laptop if I'm just researching. In this okay. scenario, I'm working on the podcast. If I'm just pulling pictures, podcaster. professional podcaster, okay. mm-hmm. um, reading the Searle book, mm-hmm. yeah, two reading the three. Searle book, yeah. Okay, so two to three times a week. Mm, okay, that's like that makes sense. What if it, there was like a like very good filling, sensible breakfast, but you had to go all the way down? It's next to Transformers. So you're all the way. You're down all the escalators. I really hate doing that trek sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I, so with this time of year, when the weather's mild, it's fine. Oh, you for know? the heat, that's your issue. Well, the heat and, yeah, the crowds, I okay. think. Yeah. It's a little gnarly. I just did it for the first time successfully with my son, having to hold him oh, the entire wow. yeah, way down. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I had not, I'd taken him to Universal, but not, that, not to the lower lot, because that is a two-parent operation, because yeah. one has to have the stroller, and one has to have the child. And he, boy, he got so squirmy on every flight, like, no, 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 but yeah. he made it great. It ended up working out. I can't say I'm going to do it super regularly, yeah. but as we talk about uh, uh, f- food and I guess beverage at that park. Here's a declaration that me and everybody I was with, my friends Tyler and Kia, uh, uh, they, they have this at Florida as well. I had it down in Florida. They have it in Hollywood. Uh, the uh, wait, is it the Isla Nubar? It's the Isla Nubar is the place, but the Isla Nublar still spelled the full way IPA. Isla Nublar oh. IPA. We all declared it the best beer in theme parks. In really? any of them, all of them. Go give it a try. It's wow. a big haul. You got to get down to the bottom. Uh, you know, and it's on the fruitier end. You might dig it, Mike, but not like so crazily. Uh-huh. Uh, we were we were all in agreement on this point. So there's a take that I'm gonna <sighs> I'm gonna lock in. Wow. They might not have it forever. So I'm uh, just uh, to any listeners, very enthusiastic about that beer. Loved it in Florida. Loved it here. How do you wow. feel about IPAs in general? Because they got very overexposed in the 2010s. Mm. I think not to not to me. I think I've only recently been drinking it, and I okay. think it's very like drinkable, but fruity, as I said. Like, uh, um, I I almost wouldn't even think about what kind it was. So it's not overpoweringly IPA ish. I yeah. don't think. Hmm. I like I like a little fruity. I like the two ends of this session IPA, which is a lot less alcohol, or double IPA, which is a lot more alcohol, ah. but very herbally, mm-hmm. or very earthy. This is like almost, I think it's 7% or something. Okay, it's that's one. about average, mm-hmm. I think. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, can like thicken it for you. 
<laughs> like thicken the... Well, no, uh, I'll drink regular IPA, okay. sure. But if it was like a double, you're saying. Mm. I guess I don't really have much experience with double. I actually I like an IPA either. a lot. Yeah. Like you, you got IPA and I'm, is... I'm immediately like my like taste budget. Like, yeah, give me that. I, like for some reason, IPA specifically, not beer. Mm-hmm. But IPA wow. does something to my taste buds. I don't know. Some people Get think down it's there. Go. Let's all go down there. Sure. Yeah. I lost my annual pass at Horror Nights. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait. I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> it that, didn't, that didn't service. You were already being, you, you had so much shame to coming into that episode with. You didn't want to throw that one out. Yeah. No, I lost. I think on the Exorcist line, I lost it. Oh, boy. And first of all, we, okay. We, yeah, we, this is going to end up being. IPA now, priest. Real quick, By real, loosening the rules, now we're, this is going to end up being three hours. Be, yeah, we're through us. But real quick, real quick, that shitty little piece of shitty paper. Oh your yeah, universal annual pass. What at this point in 2021? Is this still the paper? It's, it's still not plastic. Little, it's, it's insane. Wow. It's, yeah. It, it fades like after like two uses. You've like take it out of your pocket. And you're like you can barely read anything on this thing. Do you have it on your phone? It's. Cr- I don't think so. Maybe you can. can Maybe you? I'm behind. But 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 it's crazy. Like it's, it's the flimsiest thing in my wallet. It's, like, of course, it's gonna. It's like I'm trying to think like what it was. Like you're, it's like you're carrying your social security card on you that you've had since you were a child, like a baby. <laughs> yes, it's like that flimsy, basically. I mean, the paper is a little bit more uh, sturdy, but it the ink is rubbing off constantly. Like I've only had it for like two months, and I could barely even see it at that point. And then I just lost it because it's too flimsy. I don't know what I was That's doing. Insane. That's the insane. Exorcist. Anyway, I'm annoyed by. I don't that think stuff. I have a hard Disney pass. The magic. Key. I think it is only on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't do they not one. even give you one? I don't think so. I don't wow. think that. I mean, I did you get weird. your box yet? Did you get a bo- your welcome box? Was that in the lounge? Uh, no, they mail it to you. You're a you know if you if you register within the first sixty six days, We're you get a three. box. I don't have a box. I what the way? What do you mean? Still shipping out. They'd still. Oh, okay. So wait, yet. so you don't have your box? I don't have a box. Yet. Okay, phew. We're Mickey's little key kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want our boxes, Mickey. We want little Mickey boxes. Okay, let's. All right, let's let's keep let's keep going. Let's move forward. The uh, Hearst, I guess, would be the next thing. The Hearst bursting through the door. The uh, in what? terms of little scenelets in okay. the room in the in the, the, the grand hall. The Hearst, you mean that William Randolph? I'm first. sorry, I'm saying <laughs> the ghost William Randolph. Randolph first I wrote it down wrong. I, was, I wrote it. I did write that wrong. The Hearst, uh, shut this mm-hmm. down. Shut this party down. <laughs> kind no of no fun will be had here. Kool Aid Man and its way into the room. William Randolph first as the Kool Aid Man, <laughs> bursting into the room. Uh, anyway, sorry. The hearse. The hearse. Yes. Bursting into the room, there is an early Mark Davis concept art of ghosts arriving to the event it, out of a hearse. But this is a little more like, yeah, the hearse is bursting into the room and ghosts are yeah. getting out of it. Mm-hmm. That is a real quick transition, though, from hearse, from dead in the hearse to party. Don't you feel like there's a longer transition you have to make in the afterlife? Apparently not. Great. Not. Let's get right to it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I could die and go right to that ballroom party. Because like, you don't even have to get like processed through. I guess like, if you're ghost, you're not in heaven or hell. You're in. You have unfinished business because it's the Casper rule. Oh yeah. So I guess their unfinished business was we haven't partied enough. Yeah. Which I guess is fucking and, cool. And yeah. Go eat all. They need to eat more cake. Yeah. More so. Cake. Um, I like that. I like the idea of it, but it is funny because it's like driver, <laughs> take, us back, take us back to where we were hanging out before. It's like okay, dead, huh? Let's find some ghost parties. Yeah, 
Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm on. I'm on board with that. Has Andrew WK covered Grim Grinning Ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? Mm. I don't know. I can look it up. Um, All right. Um, Jason, you have more thoughts about the no? Hearse? I just think it's it's nice. There's ghosts in between that and the big uh, table. The big table. Um, mm-hmm. If we want to talk quickly, well, move into the table. Well, well, may I cut in? Yes. Um, and I want to talk. There's there's a. Uh, they have this uh the gag i whatever you'd call it i keep calling things gags uh the effect where like you know the ballroom dancers are kind of spinning in a circle and then yes. they're basically just you know dummies on a circular like mechanism that's twirling lazy them around susan a lazy big lazy mm-hmm. susan it's probably not accurate but sure but kind of yeah i mean similar uh but there is that same effect going on over um with a couple different characters that are nameless over by the um by the fireplace and one of the characters has a giant, like Captain Crunch style hat on. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. Again, this is like right in the periphery of your vision. So right, Scott. Little, do you know what I'm talking about? I can't quite picture. There's Captain. I should have gotten a good picture of him, but there's a Captain Crunch ghost, <laughs> basically. Okay. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by him because he's got that big, like, gen, old time general's hat on. Mm. And I'll, sh- I should find a picture of it here. There's a lot of military kind of ghosts. A lot of, of various eras. The Roman right. soldier on the chandelier. Uh, yeah, the captain down there. Um, no, well, you know, we didn't say about in the Pepper's Ghost effect. The set that you are seeing is also replicated off stage where the actual physical animatronics are in matte black. And it matches exactly. Yeah, so basically there's a, there's a big piece of glass, which to this day, I go through that room and I don't see the glass. Yeah. Yeah, I never say I, I, I know my brain knows all glad there's glass there. And that's what you're seeing a reflection. The ghosts appearing. It's a reflection. But I don't see the glass. I don't I see never it. see it. Someone shot it once. <laughs> Was that true? Someone brought a small caliber rifle into the park and shot it like the snowflakes in inner space. And then they shot the glass, like cracked the glass. That happened in inner space too. They, sh- they, sh- they, they fired sh- at the snow, at, at the, the like snowflake atomized kind snowflakes. of things. Yeah. Whoa. And then, which that's crazy. You could just get a gun in there at that time. And well, then it happened in Florida a few years ago. Oh, really? Like the guy's gun fell out on like a dinosaur, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you probably wouldn't have been like, you, know, you get scared on that ride. If you had a gun with you, you might be, you might feel a little more secure. <laughs> oh, you're saying I should bring a gun <laughs> yeah, on a dinosaur. Yeah. But the picture of how terrified I <laughs> still am. That thing yells at you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, no, maybe I don't need, it doesn't even have to be loaded. Just like I hold it. <laughs> For confidence. You'd feel so confident, I think, and not yeah. way more nervous about the gun going Not off. like Barney Fife on an episode of Andy Griffith where his <laughs> hands are just nervously <laughs> shaking. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like that at all. <laughs> this is one of those weird, like, snopey, like, it is a real thing and that they didn't... It was like, like they, you would have to airlift in a new pane of glass. It is so massive. Yeah. So how could they possibly, it's like that rides down for years if they wanted to replace it entirely. And then somebody said, why don't you just drape a cobweb over it? over it. And that's what happened. And that, now I don't know where that is. I, I, I don't have any sense of where the bullet hole hiding cobweb is in the it, ride it was there for a while who knows if it's still there i mean Maybe at this day and age they could have figured out a way to seal it mm-hmm, like a little mm-hmm. cleanly mm-hmm. um i 
are you still are you looking up Andrew W? Where are you at? Oh, now? I, I uh, no, he has not done Grim Grinning Ghost. I'm trying to find a picture of this of, Captain, of Captain Crunch. Crunch. Oh, the Captain. Um, but this this version, uh, uh, they only show there's a lady with like kind of an umbrella that floats around in that same mm-hmm. loop, and then there's another guy kind of has a bowler hat as well. Who mm-hmm. I like the look of him, but Captain Crunch Ghost is not there. So um, we're saying, is, are you saying that there is, um, in terms, when you're saying that there's a matching set, so all the, like, you're up on the second level of the scene, and all the, the ghost animatronics are under you, um, so it, are you saying that there's, like, oh, like, in the well, case she, of the one in the chair, yeah, so like the old the rocking one in the chair. chair, this is, like, the her, um, sitting in a matte black rocking chair, mm-hmm. and so that, so then that, from your point of view, it looks like she's sitting in a real rocking chair, and I think it's so that the gleam of the object doesn't, like, upstage her, Oh, so, like, there's, like, it kind of replaces it in the mind. A lot of this is, like, how the mind processes these re- reflections. Wow, wow. Um, and then, so how does it work when... Because there's characters at a at a table, so but there's not a table over there. But is there anything? Is there like a black facsimile yeah, sort of, of a table? Facsimile of it. There's there's actually a good video. I should find the link to it that kind of shows off these what look like really like underground pictures. Like we shouldn't be looking at this. <laughs> like yeah. Like because it looks. Oh, I found one here. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah, it's like it is like black box. Theater right. de- decor, if, yeah. but it looks so like they're at a big. They're they're involved in front of a big black box. It's it looks, really crazy. And it looks grimy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the stuff on the plates, like I, I the the woman at the head of the table is blowing out the candles on the cake, mm-hmm. and the ghosts appear and reappear. Yeah. But the stuff on their plates also appear and reappear. Oh, is that right? Items on the plate? I okay. think... I'm being shown I think some stuff appears and reappears. Some Mike's stuff is just over. there permanently. I'm trying to show you Captain Crunch Ghost. It's not possible to get a good screenshot. Mm-hmm. It's like down in this corner here. There he is. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. So... I mean, it's like a, it's a Napoleon sort of... Yeah, that's a good, that's a good better way to put it, I suppose, <laughs> if you want to go with like a famous guy and not a cereal box mascot. I'm still not getting the name of the hat right. Yeah, no. Does anyone know yet the name of, of uh, Captain Crunch's and Napoleon's <laughs> hat? We don't need to know these oh, kinds right. of things anymore. Right here. here he is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Jason, do you know what kind of hat that is? I know that, is that like what a, like a general would wear or something Probably. back in the, in the day? What was Napoleon's rank? Seeing it as a, a bicorn hat, a or bicorn, a, a bicorn, maybe, Ooh, or a naval cocked hat, might be a naval cocked hat. Oh boy, both of those things are good. It's a cocked bicorn. It's a cocked. <laughs> it's a cocked bicorn. <laughs> Got it. Even even it, the footage you just showed, I forget that that's where the old lady in the rocking chair is. Because again, there's so much right, going yes. on in here. She's like right next to the fireplace. Yes, and then as I said, there's like a lady with a, an umbrella. There's a bowler hat guy, all in that little loop with uh, uh, the uh, corn bicorn cocked bicorn hat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that even right already if i lost it already? i think we've lost it already uh um, yeah no i think yeah it's a cocked bicorn uh, um yes lady in the rocking chair is from carousel of progress yes that is a recreate the end and it's not the only reuse because and now i don't remember which rumor if we well no we wouldn't have, wouldn't have come across it already the the pirate auctioneer or the 
one of the duelers. One of the duelers is the pirate. And I think the other dueler is also a pirate. Wow, uh, wow. Electronic. Which is pretty clever, because it is reuse, sure, but it's an extremely different Mm -hmm. context. And maybe if you're tying it all together, it's uh, uh, ghosts of those characters or their descendants or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, you you set dress them, the the costuming, the facial hair, the hat, like all the accoutrements are different. That helps hide it. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I... In this neck of the woods, here's something that I think has not come up in any of the Haunted Mansion years prior, although who knows. So if you're somehow listening to this as a series, yeah. or if you're waiting to... I'd like to think that there's a listener out there who's waiting to binge it until it's done. Like the way... <laughs> week to week, you'll kind yeah. of like, oh, I'm going to let all of Succession air, and then right, I'll right. watch all ten in a row. Uh, maybe maybe there's people who are... In that case, you're not uh, hearing this. Uh, let them know. If you have a friend mm-hmm. who's waiting to binge them all, let them know I'm, I'm thinking about them. Um, but I apologize if I brought this up before. But, um, wh- okay, so there's a couple... I mean, there's a lot of good specials, I guess, where you get to see Haunted Mansion stuff up close and get closer to the ghosts. Uh, there's this uh, early... Right when it opened, there was this thing with Kurt Russell and the Osmonds. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good ride-through of the the mansion as it looked in, in the 60s when it opened. Um, but one of the one of the best ones, I think, where you get the most detail is the the 35th anniversary special, mm-hmm. w- in which it's a star-studded special. Ernest is in it. Tony Danza hosts it. Uh, the Muppets are in it, and there is this long sequence with a kid who goes on the Haunted Mansion who is scared. His friends kind of peer pressure him, but there is there's a, a pretty girl, a pretty young girl who says, here, come along. I'll do it with you. This won't be so scary. And Have you guys watched this thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I feel like that, that setup they used... I, I feel like I've seen that set up before. Mm-hmm. And it, it could have just been a re-air of this special, uh, like recycled well, very, on Disney Channel. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a very stock where, like, uh, uh, spoiler, the girl who he goes on the ride with, at some point he turns and looks away and then looks back and the girl is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a ghost. Um, but I, I bring it up because um, these these actors who were in the sequence got to dance on the floor of the ball. Like they're doing the ride from the doom buggies, mm-hmm. but then she kind of like snaps her fingers and then they're down there on the ballroom floor next to the ghosts. So everybody involved in making this thing got to know how it worked and got to be next to the ghost uh, uh this 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 whole sequence is fun charlie fleischer is in it mm-hmm. uh the voice of roger rabbit playing a right. scary bonnet mansion guy the crazy thing about it though that i'm leaving out is the bookends to this because it's this long it's like a six minute journey through the haunted mansion uh where you see every scene and follow this young kid uh, to the point where when it loops back around to the end, you forgot the initial bookend was this character is Woody from Cheers <laughs> the, the, in this all-star special. And this is the, the cold open. There's not even a title card saying the, the 35 years of it just starts like an episode of Cheers and all the characters except for uh, Sam and uh, either Diana or Rebecca, probably Rebecca at that point. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
they're all there and like they're talking about Disneyland, Disneyland memories. And then Woody <laughs> like, oh yeah, I went there one time. And, I, and he and he flashes to this story and that's all on multicam cheers set. And then this is shot like a film. That's one of the best things about this special. It's oh, all these wow. filmic, uh, uh, you know, looks at all these rides. Um, but then this, so you're watching this random kid actor and then at the end he takes the, all that's left of the girl is her ribbon and he's like rubbing it on her, on his face <laughs> lovingly. And then it flashes to Woody from Cheers shot multicam style, rubbing a, like a bar towel on his face and fondly recalling this ghost girl he oh my met, God. which just combining the film and the video is crazy to me to begin with. Then also like, I don't think Cheers has supernatural stuff in the mythology. <laughs> Otherwise, um, I don't think so. But if you're, a I mean, season. it's all the characters though. You have to count this as as canon. 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 Yeah. 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 Young Woody wow. met a ghost girl and then told Norm about it. Wow, I have not seen this. I this is, I mean, the whole special. I I think it is the best special uh, filmed at the parks, and so, it, it is. It's very unfortunate that it's directed by John Landis, but he did. He did a good job. He set up the cameras good. Look, I watched American Werewolf for the first time a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. My problems are not so much with the films he makes, but rather with the people he makes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and the people he unmakes. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Speaking of ghosts. Uh, uh, check out, uh, check out the go, what are you dancing with the ghost? One of the strangest short films, uh, ever made. Um, and that, I bring that up cause that's kind of in the middle between the, you know, there's the table and then there's the ballroom dancing over here. Yeah. Does anyone, do any particular dancers catch your eye or they all just kind of say it's sort of a, it's hard to catch any details there. Well, they have like different colored hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's like blue hair. There's like regular hair. There's like yellow. <laughs> well, one moment, please. One moment. I have more table stuff. Oh, please, of course. <laughs> yes, but all right, you may uh, proceed. At the other I have end. more tables. Oh, oh, one moment, please. One I moment. also have a few more uh, Pickwick inf pieces of information. But Jason, please proceed with the table. Um, at the other end of the table, um, you know the the candles being blown out correspond with ghosts appearing and reappearing. The other end of the table, there is literally. This was pointed out in numerous places. A great Caesar's ghost. <laughs> like there is a ghost of a Caesar. Of like a. Oh. Of an emperor. Like as in the phrase great Caesar's ghost. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, another. Uh, if you look closely under the table. A ghost is sleeping under the table. Is sticking out from underneath the table. Now I've never caught that. But when I was looking up what Mike was describing. This black box table. Yeah I clearly mm -hmm. see these legs sticking out. That's really funny. Yeah I and never noticed that either. I'm wondering if that is again in great halls. Sometimes very far in the past. Some servants at night would roll out little you know pads. Would sleep in the great hall. Hmm. Under the table? Well, just on the floor in the great hall. I was hall. thinking you were going to say, like, sometimes people would drink too much. That's what I'm assuming. And go under the table. That could be the other, that he, I would he had think a little... That's the gag. Yeah. I would think they wouldn't, like, just sleeping in the middle of a party. Yeah. That would seem inappropriate. No, they'd be working the party. Yeah. So I think drunk. Yeah. Too much mead. Too much mead. That's um, probably what happened. And the plates, it seems like there's... um. People would rearrange the dinner plates to make a hidden Mickey at one of the place settings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's debated whether the Imagineers cared for that. 
Although in recent years, it seems like they've loosened up a little. <laughs> they care. They were mad. They were like, please don't fuss with the ride <laughs> to like operation. Like, please don't. You mean like operation? Not the, the Legineers like, in Glendale or in future like no, no. They would be upset if the people that are day to day keeping yeah. maintenance would do little things like that. Yeah, there's story. There are stories, too, of people like someone found uh, photos under the plates, like a photo of, of a person at the park. And it said like mm-hmm. on the back, it said, this is my mother. She died of cancer. And we always had nice memories here. Please leave this photo. What? And they, they snuck it to an operations person and left it because in a lot of those place settings, there's a picture under there of what it should look like. Okay. In case it needs to get cleaned or stuff right, removed right, right. and put back. So you could like pay if like you see like a janitor outside the mansion. You go, hey, buddy, come over here. I got 50 bucks for you. I got something to slip into the mansion. <laughs> and they would go like, oh, okay. Maybe that's maybe what happened. There's a transactional thing. That's what, I mean, uh, the, of course, the ride filled with ghosts is going to be filled with stories. Well, we hear the stories of happenstance. You have the, the ashes, the of ashes. course. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. Somebody like slipped a foot. What would you want to leave in there if you had to leave, if you were to pay off a janitor <laughs> to leave something in there, what would you choose? To go to know like, oh, there's something will be hidden in the Haunted Mansion forever. Something of mine. Ooh. Hmm. Well, photo's probably pretty good. If you you could probably slip a watch. If you had a watch or some piece of jewelry, you could probably slip that on and an animatronic. Oh, that's interesting. First I was I will be honest with you, I'll walk you through my thought process. I went, watch, that's stupid. And then he said on the robot and I went, Ooh, really? A watch good. or a ring. <laughs> no, no, or I think you were right. I'm wrong something. for initially poo pooing the idea in my brain. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. What about just like a, a an X Men shirt? One of the robots could wear. <laughs> well, you slip that on the old Mickey doll that they placed in the mansion. Like a, a gambit shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pickwick is wearing an XXL Rob Liefeld X Force shirt. Yeah, yeah, you have a cable, cable <laughs> pointing a gun. Goes for three hundred dollars on Depop. <laughs> yeah, well, it's vintage. Yeah, now Pickwick's wearing it. That would be worth it, honestly, for just like a couple hours before somebody noticed. One of the robots is wearing a retro comic book a t-shirt. Carnage t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that even doesn't have to be retro. That could just be a Woody Harrelson Carnage shirt. One of our thing. One of the freebie Mr. Mercedes shirts we got multiple years in a row at Comic-Con. Your freebie shirt game is so like you oh, still have it's that It's a menace now. You still have a a thing we got 10 years ago, a free Megamind sweatshirt that you oh, sleep in. When it turns cold in LA, <laughs> I'll put on that XXL Megamind. <laughs> I oh, was not Megamind. <laughs> I was given a no, promotional Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher screwed all of us and didn't Ashton pay Kutcher us. Ashton Kutcher screwed us. Uh yeah, we got a uh gift certificate to a now defunct beverage uh we got we basically we we participated in something online called an idea jam where we did improv Mm -hmm. Uh, we've talked about this before um and it was a bunch of people we know around ucb and none of us got paid and we got a gift bag at the end that included a megamind sweatshirt megamind sweatshirt it was in a star trek (laughs) the original uh jj abrams star trek messenger bag and marissa strickland and i like quickly got rid of ours I, I used mine and it broke within a month. Like it was it broke. pretty like the these clasps like snapped. Like Didn't Marissa give hers to you? 
The messenger bag? No, Megamind sweatshirt. Oh. Didn't you have two? I didn't have two. I, I don't believe I've ever had two. I think I had the one. No, I remember Marissa got a message from someone she either went to high school or college with who was editing the videos. It was oh. like, hey, did you do something called an idea jam? And she's like, yeah. This is yeah. the first I've wanted to move forward on non-Haunted Mansion <laughs> material. Huh. As much as I'm curious how many Megamind sweaters were in play. Sweatshirts. <laughs> but if you want to ask, if you want to text no, Marissa no, and we'll I'm, wait for I'm, the answer. I'm good, I'm good. I, I just imagine <laughs> that the Hatbox Ghost was wearing a Megamind sweatshirt for a couple hours and you got to see it. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> be Are you that? <laughs> I, did, I did get like a bubble tea like three years later with that gift card. Yeah, I never used mine. Yeah. I never, uh, <laughs> I never redeemed it. <laughs> it was at Hollywood and Highland, so it was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, not the best. Not the easiest place. Anyway, so I'm done with dinner stuff. You had more uh, oh, Pickwick yeah, so, stuff? Oh, yeah, so Pickwick. They've, they've mm. expanded a little Pickwick legend in like comics and stuff. And I think this is from the comics. So mm-hmm. There's a little more backstory. They called Pickwick a comic mole burglar. Mm-hmm. So they fleshed him out to be kind of a thief guy, and he was okay. very afraid of heights. Yeah. And in the lore, he dies in the stretching room. Oh. And then when he's dead now, he is no longer afraid of heights, hence him on the chandelier. Now he's so excited because he's gotten over his fear and he's drinking and having a good time. This is very complicated. So that's a little lore. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things where like there's like different canon that no one really probably follows. <laughs> Like, does the Big Thunder comic really, do the Imaginers really consider that part of canon? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the, the Haunted Mansion really is the, it is the king of attractions where the, all the info about the plot and characters and story are not in the ride <laughs> whatsoever. You it know might. what I mean? Like yeah, all this, yeah. well, which like now I, I was sort of alluding to this in a previous episode. I, now I kind of know some of the story and what the characters are because of these exhaustive podcasts that we've done. Kind yes. of. Before that, I went on this ride uh, 70 times mm-hmm. with no knowledge of what any of it is. Mm-hmm. Well, the yeah. genesis of it, it was so long from when Kenny Anderson was first looking, you know, working with, well, to build a haunted house in the Mickey Mouse Park, the small park they were going to build in Burbank, and then finally getting it op- built and open in Disneyland. That was like... Over a decade. Well, we covered that. And yeah, that took the whole first year. <laughs> Maybe we should refresh uh, the old listeners. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. If, if I may be so forward. <laughs> so, yeah, there's so much concept art. There's so many potential threads and storylines and stuff got revisited or I put also back think, in. Like, or... I think continuity, the idea, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, listener or you two, I would imagine most of the people that put this together didn't even like think of the concept of like continuity and even maybe like backstory. They were obviously thinking of story, but they were thinking more of like, isn't it funny to have a big hat on a ghost? (laughs) Yeah. Like that was more about it. Okay. Like we're alluding obviously to there was a bride and there was this and a little bit of that, but mostly it's like, isn't it funny? Uh, Great Caesar's ghost. That would be that would be funny. And they all chuckled and they all coughed because they were smoking. And there's a bunch <laughs> yeah. of like another they, Tom Collins. Yeah, come tell him, tell him, tell yeah. him what you said. It's a modern brain thing. I don't know what maybe the last 20, 30 years to really like desire 
hard facts and tying things together. I, think I that's need to know why he's on the chandelier. Yeah. Story, oh, he was in the stretching room in a fear of heights. Uh-huh. Right, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's like, cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, a newer, a newer person that had a brain like that was like, I don't know why fucking Pickwick is high up. Why is he high up? <laughs> How would he get, why would he even do that? He'd be on the ground drinking. Doesn't make any sense. I must think of a reason for it. Uh, and then they came up with that. He was a burglar. So now we know. And now you can rest comfortably. So enhanced going the through experience. The room. Now yeah. that we know Pickwick is a burglar who's afraid of heights. A comic mole burglar. <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> well, yeah, and they've also changed publishers on the Haunted Mansion stuff. Who knows how much is in print? We can right make now, shit up and, and we, today. We can name a couple of these characters. We can name the Captain Crunch guy. Yeah. General what? Ghost. Uh, General, General Ghost. Ghost. Great. He's General Ghost. And uh, why is he? Why is he walking around in that circle? Do you know what I mean? Because he only could walk uh, in like square shapes his whole life. <laughs> And now he's walking around in a circle because he has the full freedom to from being a ghost. General ghost. There you go. That's a, wow. That's a moving wow. tale. Wow. Okay. Next one. Next one. <laughs> Put that, get that on the wiki. Get it on the wiki. Um, uh, where do we go? I feel like answers? Jason is still, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well. Do you have all the hair colors listed? I don't have all the hair <laughs> colors listed. No. I mean, the big anecdote about the dancers is that due to the reflection in, it is, it is, an inadvertently more modern uh, dance because the women are leading the men. Yes, it was a mistake, is what mistake. I read. I assume mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah. Um, if, they, if, if you were just looking at the animatronics, but pre-ghostified, mm-hmm. the men are leading the women, but the other way around. Right. Which, it's, if you, like, if we said that this was a change that Disney made this year, they would... Talk about it on Fox News oh, for a very five good days. If you suddenly, if you made up that this was brand new, this would be a talk. <laughs> and I guess the women are leading the men now. And at Disneyland we, now, <laughs> even the ghost men are emasculated. <laughs> Could we? Like Harry, <laughs> like Prince Harry standing behind his wife. <laughs> his rotten we wife. Really, I think some of the ghosts are in tan suits too. <laughs> <laughs> like Obama, who I wish was a ghost. Pierce Morgan is just, just blood vessels bursting. <laughs> we could really get this going, no problem. Yeah. We could be on Fox News t- with the day after this comes out. Yeah. We could be on Gutfeld. <laughs> and here are the three patriots who have revealed <laughs> that Disney has quietly reversed the dancing uh, position f- because of the woke mob. Here they are, uh, Scott, Jason, and Mike. Thank you, three <laughs> three patriots. Yeah, that's our Well, the tagline of our show is three fearless men in their 30s, and we're not afraid to stand up for our liberties, especially within the theme park sector. <laughs> uh, Craig, I'd like to interject uh, real quickly. I just want to say fantastic monologue tonight. <laughs> oh, God, we were cracking up in the back. Anyway, sorry. I got, or, yeah. shouldn't come on here and kiss your ass, but I couldn't know that you're Gutfeld. <laughs> you're the like, king of late night. I wish that was a joke. <laughs> Actually, you're the highest rated guy. You're the highest rated show. That's true. <laughs> what are you drinking there, Greg, uh, in your coffee mug? Ivermectin. <laughs> Jason gets hired. Pretty good. Pretty good. This is where you'll be. There'll be egg on your face in 2022 when we learn that ivermectin is a complete was the cure for COVID. 
Oh, and we've no. all been drinking cup after cup of it. Oh, no. <laughs> and it got rid of my parasites. <laughs> my, hot dog, my hot dog originated parasites. <laughs> you ate so many hot dogs that were made from horses Betrayed that needed to be dewormed. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked the worms right out of the horse meat in my hot dogs <laughs> and took away my COVID. I know it'll be healthier, but you're going to miss those worms. <laughs> they really, they give you that dog. That, that kind of sweet bite. I, you say hello to them every morning. Hello, worms. <laughs> morning, my hey, little horse Hey, worm. Jason. <laughs> Can't wait to be in you. Eating, more, eating any more hot dogs today? <laughs> one of the most famous ghost stories, It's a Wonderful Life. That's what the inscription in the book says. No man, no man is a failure who is friends. The friends are worms. <laughs> Inside hot dogs. Inside yeah, hot dogs. <laughs> I cut worms. all those scenes where he yeah. eats all those hot dogs. That's yeah. right, Susan. That's right. <laughs> George Bailey, the man who eats the most hot dogs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's like original dipping, drift. It's like dipping it like he's in the contest, dipping it in the water, and shoving it in his face. <laughs> like Kobayashi. Jimmy like, Stewart pioneered that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dipping it in the water first. They're <laughs> <laughs> having me meet, eat so many for the scene, so, so I dip it in water so I could keep doing it take after take. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart invented dipping a hot dog in water <laughs> to be able to eat over 50 in an hour. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> never it goes down so smooth. Never attributed to him. It's like you forget what the weird hat is called. You forget that yeah. it's cocked. And you forget that Jimmy Stewart uh, beat Kobayashi <laughs> to the bun soaking. That's right. He was doing it in his late 80s, too, on the Carson Tonight Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. He showed everyone in the sound booth recordings for an American tale, Five Goes West. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you probably won't want to see this, you oh, youngins. Gather around. Five should eat hot dogs in the movie, don't you think? <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Um, if I may be so forward, uh, yes, go ahead. If we let's go north, right. I mean, okay. uh, I think my favorite thing in the ride is the dueling portraits. I think it wow. has been since I was a kid, or at least it was when I was a kid. I thought that was so neat, so funny, so clever. I love that they glow red on the tips. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, the red tip. I wouldn't have laughed if we didn't just were punchy from the last bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have been fine. I would have been immature. But no, I laughed at red tips. Anyway, go ahead. Bright red tips. <laughs> the two men face each other with the bright red tips. <laughs> it's like a dog. Like a very excited dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything super intellectual to say about it. I just look forward to seeing that so much and I and it's the la kind of last thing in the room so when you're leaving the room I keep like I kind of crane back like let me see if I can get one more shot in there let me, oh, how, yeah. how many can I see yeah that's fun I mean this is really this obviously this room this room takes the ride up a notch you get a little more adrenaline going when you're on it <laughs> I don't know if that's really the way to describe it. <laughs> watching, yeah, you're watching the ghost ballroom dancers and you get so much adrenaline. But it does. It's another level. You got to go up another level. And I'm trying to think in this room, I like the duel. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think now Pickwick might be my favorite, but only because now we've really spent time talking about him and he's, he's so fun. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I like... Uh, I really like the organ and I, and I, if you'll excuse me for being so forward. I, I love the piano and the next scene too. Yeah. So mm -hmm. much. So I think I always focus on Victor Geist, the <laughs> organ player. 
Yes. <laughs> the, the, the duelists, uh, the painting based on Mark Davis uh, illustrations. Yes. Mark Davis originally. And this, I think, is where you start to see the melding of the Claude Coat, the more sinister uh, mansion ideas from Claude Coates. It is. It's the transition. The transition into the more whimsical Mark Davis. You go back and forth, yeah. though, because this is more whimsical, I would say. And the next scene is a little scarier. A and little then more back yeah. to whimsical. Yeah. Um, the, but Victor Geist, the organ, of course, the 20,000 Leagues under the sea Initially, organ. is it still that organ, though? Well, I read that it was it was the organ used in the movie that went to that walkthrough they used to have in Tomorrowland right, yes. when they real quick needed to put some more stuff in Tomorrowland. Then they used it for the mansion, and then it was duplicated for all the other mansions around right, the world. Right. So, so it's not the I actual... think it's the original. No, I think this oh, is you think the original. It is? Oh, yeah, I think I feel like I think so. Okay, maybe yeah. I, I read. Maybe I was reading about Disney World then. Um, I also didn't realize until reading today is that little ghosts, those are little ghosts flying out of the organ. Little skulls, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which they did, well, I think they recreated that effect very well in the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yes. Episode on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, The bat music stand, the music stand is large, ornate bat. Yes, and I also didn't realize that either, which is a real nice, fun detail. Um, So... Victor and and I like I again I told you I like the organ I'm always focused on and I'm stupid and didn't realize those were ghosts I thought it was like a cool like glowing effect but you didn't see like that they have faces right I didn't know that yeah I feel like an idiot where Victor got where did this name come from this <laughs> seems like the most recent see, Victor Geist as we're we're inching towards it. I only on fandom found the name Constance Hatchaway. Mm-hmm. Constance, the Black Widow Bride, I saw come up a lot. Yeah. But Hatchaway, I, I didn't see that often. Might be a newer right. invention. Yeah. Potentially. Are you saying you didn't see Victor Geist at all doing research, Scott? Uh, no, no, I didn't run really? into Victor Geist. Because I feel like that was pretty common in the thing. Because uh, I was looking up like who has names, basically, which ghosts have names. Mm-hmm. And he would come up pretty regularly. Hmm. Um, it's just so... You just don't like the name, I think. I, no, I actually do like it. I think it's just fun. As I was saying, it's just, we are, we've named almost no one in the ride, except for Victor Geist, the <laughs> organist. The, well, Victor, and you feel like it's too, like, maybe normal sounding almost. I, know, well, I just wanted to name all of it. I Like, uh, if like if we're going to start there, then just... Like, well, we just named another one, Captain Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or General Ghost. General Ghost, General, whatever his name was. Alliteration, yeah. But then um, I just wanted to keep going, like, uh, you know, like, all right, so the duelers, one's uh, Sam Norton. And, uh, Sam Norton, great. And the other one's... Uh, Graham Carson. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> yep, done. I like. I kind of, I think I like Victor Geist for that uh-huh. reason. Just not even scary or anything. Just, it's just a name that somebody would have. Uh, uh, and then the guy, the ghost under the table is uh, Lewis Johnson. Great. Now we know. Okay. Um. <laughs> and he's drunk. He's not sleeping. He's drunk. Okay. Let's be Lewis clear. Johnson is drunk. Yes. There's ghost vomit gurgling out of his mouth and mm-hmm. he might ghost choke on it. I I saw that Rolly Crump uh, thought that this illusion, he's criticized the illusion that's going on in here as too obvious hmm. with like the, go, like the ghosts on the circle and everything. Like he thinks it's too a little too obvious. They should be. I don't, I don't know. Th- I don't think so. Cause we don't like, we're still sort of like finding new stuff. I feel like as a kid, I was, i never knew what I was looking at or I, I forget if I've said this in a prior one, but I, I think I thought that it was like 
translucent robots with nothing inside that they managed to build. You know how they've like there were those uh, innovation interventions robots that were with no skin or anything. Right. I thought that they managed to do that, or it was just like these are really ornate. Uh, dolls or, or not dolls, but they're really ornate animatronics that are dummies that don't move with nothing inside. Like that's what I thought oh, for a long time when I was a kid. I'd never before the Pepper's Ghost that it's a reflection occurred to me. So I, I was always I it really I never had any idea what it was for. Years I and think years. I thought it was some sort of projection. Sure, like a straight that's projection. A yeah. Which yeah, I think it, so. I think when I was like old enough to know it wasn't real, mm-hmm. which yeah, I'm sure felt. Tell, took too long. Uh, I thought it was some sort of like, I, I probably wasn't sophisticated enough to think of like, oh, glass and it's projected on it down there. But I definitely thought, oh, there's some sort of projector that's making me see it as three dimensions. Well, there's a clip of Tony Baxter giving a tour and he says, everyone says it's holograms because they just don't know how it's uh-huh. done. And so mm-hmm. it's just got, I guess, like a hologram. Yeah. Because that's the other thing that you think of when it's like, oh, a thing changes from like one thing to another. Yeah, there's the, is that sure. the, in the same like Tony does a full like walkthrough kind of a haunted mansion? I think that's that's what it is. There, there, the Rolly Crumb thing though, there he also has a story about like we had professional magicians come out and we did the Pepper's Ghost for them and we fooled them because they had never seen a sheet of mm-hmm. glass that big. Right. Oh, huh. That's how they got. They just it had never been done at that scale. Yes. Interesting. Um, and <laughs> then I, I would be interested to talk hopefully uh, eventually talk Tony because Tony's also mentioned before, like wanting to like spruce up some of the effects in the mansion. Oh, sure. And I wonder what he thinks if he thinks this holds up. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe just the sort of like circular nature. If I was plussing up, cause we, we, I like the mansion, but we don't talk about improvements all that often. I guess maybe there could be a way to just make the movements in the same way that like pirate, uh, pirates, the chasing is very like circular. Like it's, it looks very mechanical. That's, oh yeah. That's yeah. part of its charm. I mean, I don't yeah. really care, but there might be a way to do it to make it look not so more fluid. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. Or um, like to have maybe there's some like height variance or something. There's a little like up and down to it. Yeah. Cause like they have bell and the beast dancing. Yeah. Now, yeah. Like crazy. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. So if you could re- if you can maintain the same kind of illusion, even in the same kind of I'm not even saying they should use like something that would make the ghosts even necessarily more clear, even though I am. Excuse me for being so forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I do think it would make sense to like Hatbox ghostify a lot of the ghosts in the graveyard. That uh-huh. is my eventual opinion when we get there is that I kind of feel like you could overhaul all the ghosts to make oh, them a little more yeah, distinct yeah, yeah. in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Or even just like per vista, there's like one that's kind of fancier. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you miss so many, and that's going to be, I mean, we have to negotiate exactly how many episodes the graveyard is because there's so <laughs> oh, many. Man. I am. I strain to f- see new ghosts every time, mm-hmm. and I can never tell if it's something I'm just misguessing for the first time or if it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. fun stuff in the way back of that graveyard. Yeah. And I would love to just be able to see some of it better. But imagine if you're the the waltzing ghosts, you're so used to seeing them waltzing in circles. Imagine if you p- could program them to waltz in a circle, but then every now and then one of them broke out and like spun oh my the God, partner. Go, no, yeah. You would just be like so whoa, whoa. unnerved. That's cool. It that would be cool. cool. I, I really, there are, because there's the people that are like really nothing should change, but there's a way to maintain kind of the old feeling of even that effect because the effect itself feels classic. Mm-hmm. 
So I think there's got to be a way to maintain even that kind of old feeling effect, but doing what you're saying and scare the shit out of people. (laughs) There's got to be a way to do it. I'm sure plenty of Imagineers have, have thought about it, but I'm all for that kind of thing too. As long as it doesn't completely feel like you're modernizing the ride. Sure. Like there is probably a way where you do some insane technology and you go, well, that feels way off the haunted mansion, which now like, like that doesn't feel like the tone of the ride anymore. Well, if I may be so forward, isn't this a perfect bridge into the next room, the attic? Sure. Uh, Let me just check my notes. Go ahead. I sure, sure, sure. Well, y'all, so we could go backwards. That's true. I think we've alluded to this take in the past. I might as well come in hot with it. <sighs> Least favorite room in the ride. What? Too digital. What? Too digital. Oh, the okay. well, the, well, the bride. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you about the bride, but as far as the room, no, I, I've been one of my favorite rooms. I really? Think, I think the room is very interesting. I think the, I, I like the story of the bride a lot. I, I do think that face, something needs to be we done. We agree that is the, the most well, 2006 well. ass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Treasure. And that's a, but do you not also include in that the portraits? Because I, like I portraits. don't like the portraits. And I, let me, let me just ahead, say why, uh, you know, like I'm reading, I, I, I get this, this Searle book as well and I'm reading it and it says at some point, like, uh, uh, you know, if you, and just to, just to refresh your memory, uh, so there's a, there's a, uh, ghostly bride in, uh, at the end of the room. Uh, and along the way you see these portraits where, her various uh, grooms over the years, mm-hmm. wh- like as you shift perspective, you see them beheaded. Uh, so she's like killed a number of husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the book, it says, uh, you know, actually all of the uh, the husbands were played by Imagineers. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. These guys can't <laughs> act in still uh-huh. photos. You can tell that these are pictures from 2005 and they're all like smirking. They're all like, it's me. I'm an old time. Timey guy, even though I'm a man from now, I don't. I, I now the rest of the room I dig. I like. I, I, I I'm not anything pre the makeover. I'm cool with, but this is I think is a bad example of adding newer stuff that doesn't totally work. That's interesting because I that never really, struck you guys. I don't like never these portraits. Struck me, but now that you're saying it, I've never actually focused on their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think. Well, I think the bride in the in the portraits and i believe in the motion capture on the projections played by the actress julia lee mm-hmm. the voice is done by a voice actor named kat cressida um but i think i am always the bride never changes except she adds a string of pearls every time uh uh she with the groom and i think i'm my eye is largely drawn to the heads being removed <laughs> Yeah, and that's cool. I, I have no problem, but I just, I think I just feel the wow, modernness of this room. Uh, uh, I th- now, see, I thought we were all, I, th- I thought we'd sort of alluded to this before, and I guess you guys agree with me on the bride, that the bride's a little yeah, too for sure. current shiny projection. I don't like shiny projection bride. What do you think about doll face 1990s upgrade? Because yeah, now this is, I don't know that they've ever gotten this this bride right. chilling. I mean, I, I the interesting, the thing that's interesting to me about the attic is 
there is just so much documentation of the attic. Like, it's changed multiple times. Mm -hmm. There was always some sort of attic. There was a lot of uh, spectral women, ghostly women. They weren't always brides. In fact, a lot of them drew emphasis to the beating heart. As you come into this room, you can hear the thumping sound of a beating heart. Mm. And it just gets louder as you go through the room. It is very loud, yeah. It's very loud, but I don't pick up on it when I'm riding the road. But on video, you can't not hear it hmm. you're saying you don't notice it i think i don't notice it as much because of the transition from uh the grand hall into the attic and you start hearing the piano the the wedding waltz yeah uh, song. Mm-hmm. that's pretty cool like that mm-hmm. yeah like that's that so projection on the piano because i don't think you can i don't think and maybe I'll, I'll watch it when i get home i don't i don't this the faces don't stick out to me is being Imagineer One of those faces. things. Every time I'm on, I'm like, yeah, That's I, I interesting. know. I know you guys are so happy that you're dressed <laughs> in old timey clothes, and I'm, I'm Thaddeus old timey. And uh-huh. you can just—they have that thing of like, you just know that it's not. There's a smirk when you haven't been on camera a ton, and I feel it in these guys. They should have, unfortunately, gotten, like more character actory. I, the first yes, thing that the they should have gotten the grizzled ass Jode Kressbeckler, the the <laughs> guy who played like that old man on those uh, old Onion videos. Do you remember him? Oh, he yeah. was like the guy in the woods, and then they hired him to do like a Fox News style show. Oh, I can remember that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was just yeah. Like a very grizzled older character mm-hmm. actor who seemed like he could be from like a different time. You know how in uh, I mean I think of the master. There will be blood. I guess those mm-hmm. are the main the the old the, the oldest set. P.T. Anderson movies like like every person you see looks like they're from the past, right? And then there's other period dramas that are like. Hugh Jackman, like, all right, he like he's got us. <laughs> he has the flair of this for sure, but like he does, he seems like a current guy. You know what I mean? He would. Uh, yeah. uh, I there's just something about and it's it's hard to uh, I I find it hard to articulate. Were I doing this casting? But it's uh you I don't know. These people don't look like they're from the past. Less so the bride. I think she's fine. Yeah. But these these guys. Uh, I these probably grooms. you've probably now ruined it for me. <laughs> Good. Because I think I <laughs> oh, won't. Focus no. on it now. This and also is going to be one of those ones. There's, oh, we're going to see. There's only going to be like two of them. They're going to be so oh, fucking mad at, mad at me. Take. Uh, but I, I don't know. I maybe people. Are I think the bride. Not. Most people. I would get bet the bride is. A, most people agree that it looks that weird now. Shing that like shimmery and act. It just feels wise. Like like hat boxes. I think people universally love. I'm sure people have some it's feeling. It's sort of modern, but it feels like it's I, in, in the spirit of the older. Like yes. I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think it's in the spirit correctly. It does feel very modern. I think the pictures never drew my attention because there is so much going on. I think they did a good job putting in the story of like, well, and each husband is progressively wealthier. So like the... Uh, stuff, the wedding gifts around each portrait just gets more and more elaborate as the time goes on. And there's another thing I like in the mansion is that like, as the ride has grown and been added to over the years, there are contradictions because it seems like the last husband is named George and they've alluded to that. Like, oh, that's the same George is on a headstone in the stretching room. But the widow 
there is very old. And the bride here clearly died very young because as a ghost is appearing as very young. So that's like a weird contradiction. But in Mm. the world of ghost stories and urban legends, there's often contradictions and often additions later on. If I uh, I could cut in, what you said about clearly like she's going up in social stature. Mm. This is something I, I wrote down in the notes so that because I saw this quote, the bride clearly gains in wealth and social stature with each wedding. Mike, do you, have you ever caught this before? I have not. Thank you. I don't think that's clear. Did you know this before you no, read any of but this? But I think that's, again, what we were saying earlier, it's good to have like extra go- extra stuff that you never I mean, pick up on that sales out. The I, world. I like it in the I, sense of, oh, all right, yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to say, uh, I was just going to say, I agree with you that there's a lot of stuff and I'm looking at all the stuff at once. So I think mm-hmm. you're right in the sense that there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I did not put it in contact. I did not realize, ah, oh, she's richer. I didn't know that. But you're right in the sense that I go, oh, the face disappeared onto looking at uh, that box over there, or that like wardrobe or whatever. Sure. And then the sure, piano sure. player. Like, so I am, my eye is darting all over the place, not looking at a grinning Imagineer from 2005. I, I like it in the sense, as you say, this, I like it in the sense of like a, like the kind of thing Pixar would have as a backstory for, this is the thing Pat Oswalt talked about, about how he learned how Monster Zinc is done in this kind of 60s mod style because that was like, it was the boomer era and there were a lot of babies. So that's where Monstropolis made their most money <laughs> was in the city. So like, so yeah. that's where all their, all their architecture was put up then. And that's why there's that vibe to Monstropolis. You never would know that from one watching the movie but it's interesting once you hear it this is interesting once you hear it but if it's supposed to be a story i'm following i don't follow the story well i i think the the uh story that you could grasp just looking at is like oh man she just keeps getting stuff as she gets married like she's killing them and she's like getting rid like she she is a gold digger she's Mm, like a yeah yeah, yeah. black widow that's cool. I, I, I like it now that I hear it. I just don't know that it ever communicated to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like I like it. And now I will pay attention to that. Now I got yeah, a lot to pay attention. I got to pay attention to how rich she's getting. And I got to figure out who all these Imagineers are. I do. It's like a, this one. I feel like I have the most homework now is the attic. <laughs> pay close attention. And I like the attic. And I, and I, I look, it's an overused word on this show coming out of my mouth. But I like the attic because of say it with me, the intimacy of the room. <laughs> I like mm. it because it's a cozy feeling room. And I've said this before. I've said this on the, uh, the horror nights about the us house from the movie us. You walk into a room that feels kind of realish. It feels small. Yeah. And I almost like, I want to hang out in this area longer because of just it feeling like the most, like a real room I could sit in. I guess, yeah, yeah. Maybe if we're supposed to be in a real house, a real mansion, maybe not all of it seems like a place that's lived in or that somebody yes. lives in in this area for sure. A lot of the, yeah, yeah. a lot of the mansion is a, like an abstraction of a house, you know, the seance yeah. room. Like what exactly, what is this room? What's actually <laughs> this room look like when the lights are on? Who would have this? And the hallway is like, it's really cool, but like the hallway also feels kind of like an abstraction of a house. Yeah. Yeah. In the sense that we don't get a real strong sense of where any of the doors go. We're not going through the doors. We just know they're there and we know it's suggesting this. But the attic is like, ah, yeah, it's an attic. And we're like low to the ground, 
stuff is close by There's and large. There's a lot of crap in it. It's very dirty. It's very Cobwebs dirty. Everywhere. There's a lot of crap. Is there, are there collectibles in here? Are there yeah. action figures? Are there Mike's, Mike's little friends? Uh, my little friends in a box. There yeah. used to be, very early on, cobweb effects, but it seemed like they were too much of a pain in the eye, or people would fuck with them. Like, that would graze you. It, I, you yeah, I never heard this. That you, yeah, you would pass, the doom buggy would pass through it and the cobwebs would like brush against your face. That's yeah. nuts. They would. That's do, really crazy. <laughs> they have like st- uh, they do it at knots still in the in the mazes uh. where there will be like kind of you know strings or something with a little like just to kind of graze you mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make whatever the oh, effect is. And they also do wa- they do wa- like in the waxworks maze at knots as you're leaving through like these crazy you know the, the giant barrels of wax. Uh, you get little drips of water to make you feel like the wax is oh. is hitting you. Oh, that's oof. Uh, which is good. I mean, it's a very effective thing. It's just tough to do on like on a mass scale year round in a row. These little, these like very uh, subtle touches. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. not Disney 2021 to do that. I feel like no, no. It's like I, I wonder even if the the you know getting poked in the back is Disney 2021. Mm-hmm. Is there what's the most recent poking in the back that Disney's even done? I feel like they don't like doing that anymore. Tough to be a bug. It might be tough to be a bug. It, yeah, the two thousands uh, in California Adventure putting it tough to be a bug had the poking right. Right, but yeah. have, you, has, have they poked anyone lately? Have they poked? Are they poking <laughs> us? Not doing enough poking. Not that I recall. They're not poking us. They're not. There's not the universal water effects. Flight of passage strapping you into that is very kind of odd and intimate oh well, sure it is but it's not you're not your getting poked and, yeah you're not you're it doesn't not have a story explanation the, Akron, no. the mighty Akron isn't poking you while you're yeah. it's pretty the great feeling it's teeth beast. against your face yeah it's not you're not feeling it it's red tip <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> wow i'm sorry no, missed you so sorry for yeah you want the brush of the might the because you know that Akron's red tip is quite mighty <laughs> They cut that scene. The mightiest, mightiest scene. you've ever. There's been one of the by. new sequels is called the Red Tip. It's one of the new Avatar. You might Avatar. be right. Could chapter be four. Could be time. Avatar Chapter Four: The Red Tip. Uh, you know what's going to be interesting with the the yearly nature of these? Will there ever be? Uh, and maybe we can make the guess. Will there ever be a year where there is a Haunted Mansion podcast, The Ride, and a new Avatar film? Well, when's the one Or will scheduled? we beat it? Will we be done? Oh, that's a good question. Is it 2022? I think is it is supposed to be next year. winter next year. But. But. We know what happens with this guy. But they have shot them. They've shot the footage. I know they've shot them. Multiple not of the movies? All of not all of them. But, but I think at least, at least one, if not two. I've seen the pictures of Sigourney in the tank. I've seen mm-hmm. pictures. We've all seen the pictures in the tank. I so, haven't seen the pictures in the tank. So you can look up tank pictures <laughs> of Sigourney in the tank. Read, look up Sigourney Weaver tank. Sigourney in the, the tank. Early COVID Although, pod not, you're going to get pictures of her in a tank top in Alien. That's all I'm that's getting. Not, okay, that's 100%. Right, and I'm tank. getting tank tops that you can buy with her on okay, it. That's so I'm getting difference. nothing. None of this is what I need. Water mean. tank is what, what I think you have to add now. Cause she's, oh, she's not a military tank or... Oh, yeah. I guess I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. So she, they've shot it. So she's doing a bunch of. There's a bunch of balls in it. <laughs> yeah, the motion capture. Mo-cap. She's not the same Navi. I think she's new characters. Oh, a weird. new a new character. Hmm. Um. So I think I think maybe next year. 
We will be like anticipating Avatar two. Uh, finally. Maybe. I mean, the I, yeah, I guess the water, I'll feel the seed bearer. The seed. What is? Yeah, which which one is looking it? it up. Uh, which What's one Avatar is it? two? Let me look it up. Yeah, Avatar two. We'll all and we'll know the names of the children by then. That's right. Uh, That's what. Do you? I. I don't know. I guess they're pretty specific here. Just. I don't know. I think it's getting like a six month bump. I. Th- I'm. I will say. I don't think next October. That we will be two months away from Avatar two. I don't well, believe that. Well, they just that. delayed almost every Marvel movie three or four months. Yeah, that's what I think. It's going to be like that, like a, at least a little kick. And Indiana <laughs> Jones got delayed another year. He, Everyone's he hurt himself. excited to meet Kingo. Oh, They're yeah, trying to get is, Kingo. I've seen saying, this name. I don't know, what people is talk this? about Kingo. I don't know. What is the name? Who is that? What is that from? Is that Kumail? Oh, Kingo is another Eternals. Kingo's one of the Eternals. Ah, okay, yes. People are making jokes because th- they all got silly names. And when they were like crazy Jack Kirby drawn comic characters, like, yeah, you expect them to have silly names. But when it's just a bunch of actors on a gray brown beach. Oh, like, okay. I see. I see. Well, that's what, let's lock this in. When it's Kingo Mania next year, we've all now lived through two Halloweens with just nothing. Like every child that came to my door was Kingo. That's right. So mark that down. Is that what the year is it? Twenty twenty one, yeah. Haunted Mansion episode. Uh, should we make? Oh, this is this is good. Uh, the first sequel, which could be The Way of Water, opens in theaters December eighteenth, twenty twenty. Well, that sure as shit didn't happen. Okay, so should we start the next year's episode by declaring how many weeks it is until Avatar two? Oh, that's good. Oh, okay, a <laughs> weeks. Okay, okay. Because if he keeps his word, then we will know the way of water. In this is tough to calculate. It's like a month and a half, right? So, so six so, weeks. I mean, yeah. Wait, whatever it is, then we don't actually don't even have to calculate it now. If it is six weeks when we start doing, if you're, if do you episode, believe he's correct now, then next year we will be six weeks away from Avatar Two: The Way of the Water. The Way of Water, Avatar. and then after that, the Seed Bearer, and then the Tolkoon Rider, <laughs> and then the Quest for E A. Awa. Awa, yeah. Awa. Um, so, yeah, next year we'll say Avatar 2, the, what is it? The, the way, of, way water. of water is six weeks away. <laughs> but I'm going to say, I, maybe I'll give him some credit and say it's not, I, I'm going to say four months. Uh, we will start it by saying it's, so it'll be a spring. No, nah, five, five. It's five I'm, months away. But no, but then they'll, by then they'll do it May. I think it is May 2023. Kicking off the summer blockbuster season. Yeah. I so guess. that makes it five and then add, and then that's six weeks, six, six and a half months away. That's my call. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No, I'm lying. They kick off the summer blockbuster season like March 30th now or Maybe April they 1st will. or something. I believe it will release on time. You might be right. I be, that's just, that's what I'll guess. I don't have any hard evidence. I will make a pledge. I will sit down and we'll finally watch the first Avatar before the second one comes out. So <laughs> in that all, we this can all, time, all, all this time. With all this Akron talk. You've never watched all this the movie. Time. Mighty Akron. Oh. I can't wait to reach uh, Colonel Miles Quaritch. Mm-hmm. The We'll see it all. all. Of it. Oh, right, Kate right. Winslet is Ronal. <laughs> that must be new, right? Hey, spoilers, she wasn't spoilers. in the first no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right on the first results page. Dr. Mm. Max Patel coming our way. 
I don't know Edie Falco is in it. Hmm. All right, look, we're not here to read the Wikipedia. We're here to read stuff we learned from other Wikipedias. Yeah, from Haunted Mansion Wikipedia. Now, okay, so here's part of what's fueling my take on the attic. I do, before I ever, like, looked into it specifically, I just remember having the feeling of I liked this room, and then I stopped liking this room. And it became, once I did the math and realized, oh, in 2006, there was this update, and there's some digital stuff, I guess that's, but I also had the memory of like, weren't there scary jumping heads in this room? Weren't there more like loud, screechy jump scares in here? I had that odd, and I was always scared by those, so I was almost relieved Mm -hmm. to not have those anymore. But I remembered like, I think this room was a little scarier and a little darker because there wasn't this glowy stuff like the portraits and the the bride was done differently. Um, And then I... Real. Then we went to Japan a couple years ago. In Japan, the room never changed. Mm. And mm. I think you know, if you guys go in the future, if you remember going, if you watch a ride through, Mike, uh, uh, it's what it was because their man, their haunted mansion is essentially Orlando for the most right. part, without some of the, except for this because they redid it in Orlando uh, um, and not in Tokyo. I just think it's better. There's less going on. It's more minimal. It's just the creepiness of the room. Uh, um, it's scarier. You've got guys jumping out at you. There's, uh, it's, it's pretty like cruddy and on strings, but there's a bunch of bats flying around. There's a big bat circle that used to be in this yes. room and it's not anymore. Um, I just, we like got off with Aaron and immediately we we're like, that's that one room we don't really like is they didn't redo it in Japan. Well, I'll say, I think these, this might be a case of the story behind the story might be more interesting. Cause if you read online, the the upgrade was supposed to be done for the um what would uh 2005 be the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary of Disneyland it did not get done in time due to shifting priorities and management changes so eventually they get a a uh, management uh person who was very friendly to imagineering and they very quickly got this uh implemented and in there and done Okay. And so I, this seems like, oh, I want to hear this behind the scenes stuff. Because you always, I have always heard, I, I would have first been to Disneyland in August of 2006. So this was my first um, experience with this mansion mm-hmm. um, was seeing that upgraded um, bride. But like, I think, I think this coincided with the outing, uh, the ousting of Paul Pressler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that the story of a bride with an axe is less interesting than the story of management changes in the theme park? <laughs> I think in in our interest, the management changes are often very interesting. Was there any but, mention of anyone's lieutenants in uh, well, said story? Well, I'm sure there were lieutenants fast and furious on all sides. Well, that's true. Uh, uh, I'm looking at this now and I'm like, oh, why why is Scott telling, saying this and I can't I have a memory? And now I remember... It's because Haunted Mansion Holiday was happening when we were there. Oh, right. Yes. That was uh, something you found before we went, or I, mean, I wasn't there at the same time, but you, you were basically surprised when you got yes. there that it was Haunted Mansion Holiday because they don't do it in Florida. Right. And they, they do do it in Tokyo. And there's more Sally representation in mm. that version, too. There's like a better Sally animatronic. Wow. Um, and yeah, because it's the because it's a little like there's a little more like the longer there's there's more to the like uh, first few rooms uh, there like in Florida 
Um, yes. Or the first, yeah, yeah. The first section, I should say. Yeah, which I um, love. Those rooms are. And cool. I just, I just took a look, and you're right. So, so basically, yeah, in Tokyo, it's the attic is the lighting is much lower, mm-hmm. and there is that like head popping out gag that you get at the end of the graveyard scene. Yeah. Are so they in gives, evening wear? Do they make them look like tuxedo cop? Because I saw mm, pictures of like ghosts screaming, I that would scream, I do. Um, and kind of oh, had I'm like tuxedo sure. cause if they were ghostly. This was so dark, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and then, the, but the bride is a, like an old or animatronic, but the bride looks way better. It is a much creepier, even. It's I like less so. it's analog, but it's, it's cool. Less, and the big yeah. beating heart. I, yeah, I think yeah. it's scarier. And I have seen that. I've seen like the, what the, what the classic looking bride from the Disneyland version. It's interesting because, because I could see it. I could see a better version of the attic for sure than the way it is now. That maybe even marries the two, marries it like, because I like the idea that it's like kind of uh, bridging the gap into the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And then you get, because it's not as scary. I would like it to be a little scarier. Mm-hmm. It isn't yeah. that scary now. No. And they yeah, definitely... I don't think that, yeah, that digital bride is not scary. It's interesting. It's not the worst thing in the world. Sure. And, and in a ride that was more full of stuff like that, maybe I wouldn't complain, but I think it fights with things that were done 40 years prior and just don't feel the same. Yeah, but I bet there's a way to tonally make the room, even without the heads. I like the heads jumping out, but it's kind of the same thing at the end of the graveyard. So I think there's a way to do it. I think there's a way to like darken the room a little bit and add some like maybe like Mystic Manor style special effects mm-hmm. that are creepy. Because I love, I am, I'm a sucker. I said this probably before, maybe. I'm a sucker for the stupid player piano thing with a ghost like shadow. And they do the similar thing. Yes. Like, they don't really have a shadow on um, uh, Pirates, but it's similar. There's a ghost playing a piano. Yeah. Essentially on Pirates. Love it. Great. I, we watched The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, the Don Knotts classic to bring Mr. Knotts up again on the show. Uh, <laughs> you we, already did Barney Fife in this episode. Uh-huh. I did not plan to, to talk about Don Knotts twice. Um, but As you wear a Grandpa Munster shirt. I'm wearing shirt. a Grandpa Munster shirt in honor of one of the craziest things to ever happen to podcast oh, the ride. Boy. Man. Yeah. Wow. And, and we really should have talked about it up. By uh, top, but oh my god, Daniel Roebuck, Jay Leno from the Late Shift is playing Grandpa Munster. In case you didn't get the Google alert <laughs> that you all had set for both of those things, Grandpa Munster and Daniel Roebuck. Uh, my goodness, what news! I thought somebody was jo- I saw it on our social media somewhere. I thought someone was joking. Uh, how? <laughs> <Yeah>. How? <laughs> Something well, so perfect occurred. Right. And the house looks all beat up, and they all look a little weird and grungy. Sure. Like, it's not super slick, and it's like, oh, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is now, gonna I'm, be now so I'm not fun. so sure about that. I'm, I'm not sure about so great. I don't know how I feel about I the filmography of Rob Zombie, but... but I, I, How did he land Sherry Moon Zombie? I don't know how he got that <laughs> the one. The casting coup yeah. of the century. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. man, Roebuck is grandma. Roebuck. What a grandpa. time! What a time to wow. be alive! Yeah, yeah. Will it come out before Avatar two? Yes, I think probably. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think sure. we see that first. I think they're going to turn that around pretty is quickly. It, is it going to theaters, or did people say it was? It was speculated <sighs> it was going yeah. to Peacock, or I think oh, we'll be City Walk opening night IMAX. Well, we will. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think th- I don't know. I actually don't know. It's going to Zomber Rob Zombie's personal streaming service. Z o m b r r. Yeah, yeah. Zomber. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be reactivating our AMC A-list memberships so we can hit up Monsters and The Way of Water, you know, so mm-hmm. we can, you know, punch the app. <sighs> the cinema's finest year 
<laughs> Not since 1999, the the best movie year has there been such a strong. Wow. Um, um, I've lost my complete attic train of thought, but yeah, I, I, the, the, I, I, I do agree with you that that vibe is better overall. That's my, I hope this is not a snooty opinion. Well, in Japan, actually it's, I just like, I don't know. That's, it's, uh, uh, I swear I'm not putting on airs here. I just, I do remember liking the room and then I stopped liking the room and then I went to Japan and I liked the room again. Yeah. I think I, uh, part of the attic with me is just like the desire to go in the middle of the space. Cause like you're going through the, yeah, the hallway and stuff. So I guess you're in more in the middle of the action there, but, but the rest, a lot of the ride, you're on the periphery, you're on, yeah. you're looking in and the attic, you're going right through it. So like imagine, I know there's not as many ghosts. If they added a couple of ghosts. I get maybe it would, it would uh, diminish the bride reveal at the end Just of the room. Ghost count. But I love going through the room as opposed to, cause even like the, the, um, Madame Leota room, you're going on the outskirts of the room. You're not kind of going, I know you, it's not easy to do that, but you're not going up right by the ball. You're going like on the corner. You're like yeah. scraping the wall as you go through. So like there's something fun with the attic about you're going, you're going right in the middle of it. Yeah. Which I think that that's very true. Yeah. Ultimately is that's really why I like the room. But yes, I think the vibe could change and put the old bride in or put a new, yeah, a new hatbox ghost-ish. Just turn her brightness down. <laughs> That's yeah. all I got to do. It's too bright. <laughs> you want it a little dimmer. Uh, no. No, you know what I saw? And I don't know if it's where the bride is now or the bride used to be. There is a room. There's a tiny room that they used to use as a break room right behind it. Mm-hmm. And it was also the room where they would service the organ pipes or clean the organ pipes they could access them um but it was the break room for people working a position called utility and that was the person whose job it was to kind of like hide in parts of the ride and make sure people weren't fucking around like people weren't getting out of their doom buggies or getting too fresh Mm -hmm. in their doom buggies (laughs) and so they they would hang out in this room that overlooks the graveyard like this is where they would take their breaks at wow and so next year we're going to cover the evolution of that break room uh, when they got <laughs> a microwave install when they w- were the kinds of coffee machines they had when they went from a coffee mm-hmm. made to a curate. Uh, what was the bulletin board like? Oh, how would they list things like as far as like you know employee like hangouts or something? Hey, I or, need a shift covered. I need a were, shift covered. Were you allowed to list personal things like your band is is playing uh-huh. in Fullerton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you uh would you, were you allowed to like pass a note about how you could make some money on the side by allowing guests to give you a picture of their loved one and sneaking into the mansion or, or a shirt of an x-men character <laughs> management catch on to the bribery scheme the bride is wearing uh todd mcfarland spider-man <laughs> spider-man shirt <laughs> and <laughs> Victor Geist is wearing a shirt uh, featuring the X-Men character Forge. <laughs> <laughs> did the what on the bulletin board did they take bets on when Avatar 2 was going to come out? <laughs> has it been has the bulletin board been around that long? Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all this. Like 2012. It's a hell of a tease for the next next episode. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. note saying like, "Hey, did anyone catch Leota the spiel kind of glitched and she started talking about avatars something something about avatars and miles quaritch and the way of water did anyone catch that or was it just me 
Because that one day, Leota had a premonition, and everything that we know about Avatar 2 comes from mm-hmm. she got possessed. <laughs> the Ides of March or Mercury and Retrograde. It would just happen. That face looks like you could easily program new faces. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, and the technology might not be that that way, but like it feels like you could maybe like give her a Navi face for a couple months. So you're talking, okay, so your idea is Haunted Mansion. If we're getting tired of Haunted Mansion Holiday, Nightmare for Christmas Overlay, Haunted Mansion Avatar Holiday. The way of um, haunting or spookiness. Haunted Mansion, colon, rise to the challenge. Right, right, yes. Rise to the... Sivako, yes. Sivako. Yeah, so, so maybe make her like have a Navi face and then... You could just get a little tie in there, but it looks. You it could seems redo easy. that bride. The bride easily reprojects, and the bride is Navi. The bride is Navi mm-hmm. wearing a like eighteen hundreds human wedding veil. <laughs> That's right. Yes, you're gonna have to make all the people in the ballroom taller because the Navi obviously famously very tall, like nine feet tall. Oh yeah. Oh, and then old like Navi Pickwick is gonna bump his head. Navi Pickwick. Close okay. To the ceiling. There's a hole in the ceiling. Then you have to make a hole, and Navi Pickwick's head is like through it or whatever. And I, the easy way to do it, I think, is get get a gun back in there and start firing. Okay. Fire a giant bullet hole in, and now Navi Pickwick has somewhere to go. He has somewhere <laughs> Navi to go. Navi Pickwick. You know what? You know what? It might solve the problem. We go the other direction. Prequel. This man, human man, used to be much shorter. And did human, did Navi used to be much shorter? Prequel? James? Prequel? Another five? What they, do you think? So they evolved. They, they uh, grew. Yeah. Mm. They got taller. They got taller. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm for that too. Maybe they're short. Now we have to make the human shorter though. They started out at three feet. Okay. That's what now I'm saying. Now we're shrinking. So we still need new robots. So short, yeah, shorter, <laughs> shorter Pickwick. The Navi were the shortest species in the galaxy. Take out this they're chest. The they're all leg and head. Take the chest of the robot out and put the head on the legs. I think that solves the problem. Great. <laughs> so we got it. Okay. Well, then we've called it in advance of uh, maybe this film will come out in 2022. And then in 2023, following the success We'll do the Haunted Mansion Avatar Holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we'll review that one. And then that's going to set us way off course. We're going to have to do all that. Yeah. We'll have to do all that. Um, but that's okay. Um, we still have Hatbox Ghost, Graveyard, maybe two parts, maybe one. Um, and then uh, what are the names of the three Follow You Home Ghosts? They have names too, right? They do have names. They, they have, have names? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they all... They, yeah, I think those have retcon names. They have sure. like new names, yeah. Yeah. So you'll find out their names in two to three years. That's two right. Two to three years. We'll put it on the, the line. We'll negotiate that later. Yeah. Um, but for now, you survived Hauntcast the Fright. Uh, I think a very genteel edition yes. of mm-hmm. this of of the site, and I'm I'm glad we, yes. we talked about it. We 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 uh, were very well mannered, very well mannered. Yes, um, yeah. I, I I mean I think that that couldn't have gone better. Uh, and so I, we'll see where the mood's at next year, and the mood. I think it all depends on Avatar two, if because <laughs> if it's close, then we'll be feeling so warm. Um, yeah, if if, it, if Avatar two doesn't come out on schedule, I don't think Biden gets 
a re-election. I don't think he wins. It all depends on he's yeah. got to he's got to push camera. He's got to fix the. I mean, right now he's got to fix the supply chain. Yep. He's got to get those boats to the docks and get us uh, the the toys and food yeah. and goods that we need. Well, and th- then it's yeah thing after that. Wherever Cameron's shooting, there's a, a supply shortage of those uh, ping pong balls you put on people for motion <laughs> capture. He's, so like, he has one more shot to go, right. and the ping pong, the water ping pong balls. Yep. Sigourney has just been bobbing in water for That's weeks, right. waiting for the last. If they only need like five, like right. the tank is mostly full, and they have to add the last five balls to finish the final shot. <laughs> but the cargo ship is sitting offshore. It's been sitting offshore, waiting to dock for three months. Yeah, she's in the water tank at the Universal Studios Hollywood backlot. She's just bobbing in there. She can hear horror nights happening. She's pissed. Oh my she god. She wants to go see those mazes, <laughs> and the the balls are right off the coast of long beach <laughs> you know yeah you know, look folks we gotta get those ships in we gotta make those sh- we gotta get the ping pong balls Jack. we gotta on, get Jack. people want to see moat cch pounder moat <laughs> we gotta <laughs> we gotta stimulate the economy with tonawari cliff curtis man cliff curtis is the leader of the reef people cch <laughs> know that. pounder another fine ithaca grad <laughs> oh wow yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> Yeah, gotta get that Ithaca spirit. Go <laughs> yeah, they got the kids at the college. They go get a, they go get ice cream phosphate, and, they go, and then they go see Moat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far fetched. This bit yeah. is not that far fetched. Where he's <laughs> rattling that off. He'd love the Ithaca. At least one Ithaca ice cream parlor. Claims <laughs> it's not like that was claims. the bit we thought was no, far fetched. <laughs> referring to, I, I forget the name. Of the yes, w- it is. President Biden will talk about Ithaca. He'd soon. love it. Well, the, I was going to say the one Ithaca ice cream parlor lays claim to fame for inventing the ice cream sundae. Now, do a dozen places in America uh, claim they invented the ice cream sundae? Yeah, I think so. Well, so Pepper's so, Ghost situation. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking pepper, <laughs> fucking hog. Oh, do you think he can celebrity. make rain? We're like on the to real you, prestige. That article was like it's the start of the celebrity scientists or something. They called <laughs> the collection of people you were referencing. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity scientists. <laughs> yeah, a great lineup. Uh, uh, all right. Well, hey, what a what a haunt cast the fright it was. Uh, um, I, I'll cut this if you don't want to talk about it. I, I think it's amazing that at the start of Hauntcast the Fright, you weren't engaged. Oh, yeah, sure. And now you're engaged <laughs> to a guest a from guest, the Hauntcast yeah. the... Yeah. Uh, now, well, I don't want to doubt anybody. You're- is that Griffin? Is it... Uh, <laughs> uh, Jaquiz? <laughs> is it Jaquiz? Uh, I don't know, but a, a guest from this month of podcast is now engaged. That's true, yes. To that's our right. host, Mike Carlson. One um, of our hosts will soon say, till death. Does Honkast the Fright have to do with it? I think, honestly, you know, Lindsay was really on the fence about it until I said that she was the lily to my Herman. And that's maybe the greatest expression of love a person could give another person. So if you at home are like, so, sort of like, I need to express my love to my partner, put it in terms of the Munsters and the Munsters characters. <laughs> Because I think that could really like kind of tip it over. So that's, yeah, that's what well, we I also to, to kind of put a, a little, you know, cause we started the month w- with Lindsay and she was telling us this thing about that you, she's, 
she has to she if she d- like divines that a final destination three type accident might happen oh yeah yeah then she has to say i love you yes she, she has to like grab you say i love you before the ride begins right it stresses the hell out of me because she does it <laughs> she does it like all out of the blue i'm like yeah hey we're going on this fun thing and all of a sudden the tone shifts and i go oh my god because like i try to fight that oh my god urge every day of my life about a number of things but all of a sudden that hits me anyway as you so were that's saying. not what happened it wasn't that you were like it wasn't that you were like waiting for ghost rider and it was looking especially <laughs> rickety up on the lift hill <laughs> and then she grabbed you and, and this like, time said married. i love you and let's get married this I'm time married. yeah please ghost rider <laughs> let's get married uh no it was not that that had nothing to do with it uh no no <laughs> you did propose at the freedom center though because you both love free enterprise well, that yes that we sort of were just imagining yeah. put money into the economy with a wedding mm-hmm. we were just sort of thinking about our shared libertarian beliefs <laughs> and uh you have to cling together in this world that's coming apart at the seams we were just thinking about how we really want everyone to be allowed to carry a gun on a plane uh, on a, and on and a, we don't a like all this regulation mansion ride exactly yeah so that's yeah i mean I'll look all of it plays a part for sure <laughs> so i don't want to discount anything there's not, there's not one thing but sure um yes uh engaged how Looks about engaged. it engaged how about that such yeah, an adult thing to do for yeah. now for scott i'm getting i'm trying to gain on scott here <laughs> you know he's been the most adult of the three of us <laughs> i entered it mary i entered the podcast That's true. married then mm. then child midway right. through, then child after what haunted mansion part two Right. I mean, I'm sure so we these can are trace. real distance markers of uh-huh. which. And yeah, boy. So a Haunted Mansion right at the, the, the cut right before Haunted Mansion four engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be I'm not saying there's it it plenty of time for it to uh, fall apart before Haunted Mansion sure. five. I don't oh, yeah. I don't want that to happen. Well, boy, it would possible. be a story if it did. Well, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if Lindsay hears me, maybe at once ever, ever, like, hears me on an old podcast, say to Jason, like, you know, Jason, you're like my, the Count Grandpa Munster to my Herman or something. She'll get jealous and feels like I use the Munsters thing a lot. And it's <laughs> maybe not as special as she thinks it is. Then, yeah, it could be over by next Haunted Mansion. Yeah. It's it very possible. Kind of 50-50 whether I was going to be Eddie or the Grandpa. So. <laughs> I mean, I went, I think I've called you uh, Eddie Munster before on the podcast. Uh, so I went with grandpa. Yeah. Uh, what would you prefer? Honestly? I mean, either works. Look, my, uh, my adult development lately is that my lower back hurts like hell the last 10 days. So <laughs> is that true? Yeah. That's a new oh, development. God, As my knee has loosened up with, uh, stretches and physical therapy. It's my knee has gotten better. My lower back feels like shit. Your lower back. That is yeah. the most old man. Yeah, that is a real old man. That is the thing. most old man place for something to hurt. I, I feel know like. it's awful. Cause then you'll have to like lean over and hold it while you're walking. Terrible. Watching, <laughs> watching AW Ram page the other night lying on an ice pack oh man yeah well, we've grown up a little bit while doing the podcast in these next phases of our lives and jason has grown up 60 <laughs> years who are it's a lot of good stuff <laughs> from Straight 25 to, to 65 <laughs> oh um, grandpa well, is right yeah uh well let's keep with the 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 monster metaphors where i uh we're, we're i'm so excited for you i won't speak Thank for jay i think yeah. jason's excited for you as well excited. Congratulations, my congratulations, Lindsay. And let's in Munster's metaphor, you are to our Eddie Munster. You are our widow's peak. And because <laughs> what's you, yeah. Eddie without the the famous widow's peak? Nothing. Yeah, that's his trademark. 
now, although, you know, a good argument for Jason being Eddie is that many times over the years, Jason will come up to Lindsay and then go, hello, mommy and daddy. <laughs> and that's a fact. That's not a joke. That's he would do that. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And we go, oh, yeah, God. I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> in the old day, a couple of years ago. You maybe. know, it's hard when all your family's back east, you know, you look for parental figures. <laughs> hello, mommy yeah, and you daddy. You guys are... Older than me, oh, you know. Not, you always act like, <laughs> oh my god! Always act like I'm way <laughs> older. Oh like yeah, how much? Older. You're one to two years older than me. Uh, 1985 was when you were born. That's right. Yeah. I was born in '84. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's done this too. Jason used to do my this, elders. Jason used to do this. Marissa and I. He go, well, you know, like you know, older. Like I'm, I'm younger than you too. And I'd be like, you're not that much. <laughs> it's not really that much. But look, I. Get it. I get it. You want to feel little baby eighty five Jason. <laughs> I get it. You know, old, old was, man Scott, July eighty five. Uh, like October boy, there's 85. kids. There's kids now who were born in October eighty five. Turn into dust. <laughs> Nineteen eighty five. Now, when I used to say final was, fluid gone, <laughs> <laughs> vertebrae ashes. Jason looks at his like a birth certificate and it says he was born in nineteen sixty five. Now <laughs> he keeps aging decades back. <laughs> There's some sort of curse put on him. It's like, like the, the reverse of the Marty McFly photo. <laughs> yeah. Something happens. Like a witch put a curse on you and you keep aging an extra decade every mm-hmm. year. <laughs> My painting's getting younger and I'm getting older. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's get out of here. You can, yeah. you can find us on the socials. Hey, next week we flip back to regular podcast, The Ride. The horrors are over. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can find us on the socials at Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out what is back to Podcast the Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. So chill out, everyone. The, the frights are done. And as for this series, we'll see you uh, uh, with a, a certain famous haunted mansion denizen in 2022. Hell yeah. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.